Sports It's time for the twerkulator. It's time for the twerkulator. I'ma shake what my mama gave me. I'ma shake my money maker. It's time for the twerkulator. 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 JT, I'm fly with it. CIT, Y with it. Right cheek, left cheek with it. Fun size. On fleek with it, slim thick, petite with it, G-Wag with the key missing. One time for my freak bitches, after hour no sleep bitches. It's time for the twerkulator, time for the twerkulator. I'ma shake what my mama gave me, I'ma shake my money maker. It's time for the twerkulator, it's time for the twerkulator. It's time for the twerkulator, it's time for the twerk. You later! Hello, hello, hello? Yeah! Twerkulator, twerkulator. Welcome, everyone. Hello and welcome, everybody. I forgot the hello. Hello, everybody. To the 198. 98. Na- yep, 98. 198, baby. 198. Aider. <laughs> what were you calling from a walkie-talkie? <laughs> What's up, everybody? TPS Reports Podcast, episode 198. It's time for the circulator. Woo! JT, I'm fly with it. I'm I told you when I got here, I got a good song for the intro. I found a good one this week. All right. And in all honesty, I kind of fuck with it. When I get my freak on, they throw money like me chomp. Me chomp, me chomp. Money fight, these niggas throwing bands. Jay-Z, I ain't playing. I like the art. I like how they're both bent over. But it, it's like they both have uh, the like tor- eight hands. It's time for the torculator. They're really yeah, like spreading a, it open. Like an in, in gay guy from Mortal Kombat with the ponytail. <laughs> Doing the It's like gape porn Or you know Just like spread that ass For me pose But they have like Octo hands Right They can really Spread that ass open They're doing the um, Ace Ventura <laughs> Talking to Tone Loke <laughs> Yeah This song is dedicated To Tone Loke <laughs> City girl <laughs> City Guerrero You know the city girls right Isn't one of them Dating baby? Uh, Did I make that up all I know is, um, real ass bitch, give a fuck about a uh, skirt, uh, that song, and that it's written by Lil Yachty. Hmm. The more you know. I'm pretty sure Lil Yachty wrote that song. I mean, this is also just but he didn't write time this. for the percolator mixed with I Africa think. Bambata. This is sick. Well, yeah, so because Africa Bambata and time for the percolator are sick. You know, I mean, it's, I've heard more original songs. I just named two. Well, it's butt themed, so I'm all about it. Oh, I found the fart, by the way. I think it's right over. There we go. Speaking of butt themes, it's got like it goes up like three octaves. Let's Where's this it. from? Can you name the movie? That's a movie fart. Yeah. 
Well, it's got to be Jane Silent Bob. I'm last week is a dead giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> it's the yeah. only thing I watched. Uh, the, it's the girl farts and sets off the alarm yeah. at the animal. Well, at the diamond place. While Jane and Silent Bob are it's at the animal lab. It's when she hits lab. her little cartwheel escape Ste- through the lasers. Lasers. Impossible. Yes. They're stealing Suzanne the monkey while the girls yeah. are stealing diamonds. Once a planet out the window over a fucking fight. What is your damage, little boy? <coughs> well, speaking of butts and movies. You got a sick and twisted <laughs> world perspective. Uh, your boy here watched a little movie called Butt Boy. Three weeks running. Butt Boy Convo. Let's go. Um, and I gotta say, I don't think I enjoyed it as much as you and Dylan. You suck! <laughs> I just didn't. Uh, I enjoyed it. Not to say that I, I hated my experience. Yeah, sorry it's not mank. You blew it! <laughs> sorry, dude. Sorry it's not as artsy as you were looking for. It was a little fartsy, perhaps. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Um, the acting was... Very subpar. It's an indie fucking movie. It's a nothing. You, you should have never heard about so it. So I didn't realize until <laughs> I was, you know, 15 or minutes in or so how low budget uh, we were dealing with because it was compared to like the kid detective is when Dylan brought it up. Uh, you when, made that comparison. Did I? Yeah. Just I recommended it was about, that to him. It was about kids disappearing and a detective looking for them. Well, no, because they were brought up like at the same time a couple weeks ago in the same vein. Uh, and the Kid Detective is kind of an indie movie, but less indie, much less indie. They got the guy from the OC. Yeah, dude, you can't have the guy from the OC and call it indie. He's on. He's a list. He's a big shot. He's Hollywood, A-list. baby. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, but Butt Boy was yeah. It was like uh, it was it was yeah. There's no tour de force performances. It was a, it was but a much low budget, lower budget film. It was no underwater. I also I don't know about you guys, but I'm just sick of like all uh, all the budget films. Or like I'm just especially new stuff. I sleep through it, everything. Yeah. Like I'll try to watch something like oh that's what's trending and new and people talk about and no, it's all the, shit. The best thing that it had going for it was just the obnoxiousness. Is that a word? Of the plot of the synopsis. Yeah. You know, if you read the synopsis, you know what you're in for just by reading people go missing and this guy thinks that they're disappearing up his friend's butt. Yeah. That's exactly what it is, and that's exactly what you're in for. Uh, but the guys, like I said, the acting is subpar. But like the detective, the main dude is he the main dude or is Chip? Uh, Co-main dudes. <laughs> I mean, as bad as as subpar as his acting uh, is, there's something entertaining about the subparness of his acting. Yeah, that's like what makes you know. Sometimes it can be so bad it's good, or you can like at least be leaning into that. If the movie's self-aware, you know. If they're not trying to put on like a fucking De Niro Raging Bull performance. They're trying to put on like a what's a De Niro movie from the last five years? Uh, like that, you know? That's the that's the, the war angle. with grandpa. <laughs> a war with grandpa mood. I think that's what they were going for. Yes. This movie does give the war with grandpa a run for its money. I was saying one of my favorite parts is uh at one point the guy who is is like s- sucking people up his ass. Uh, he steals the security camera footage from where he last sucked someone up his ass. Yeah. And it's on a floppy disk, which, I don't know. That right there <laughs> brought up this question that you were like, well, what year was it supposed to take place? And then it dawned on me that they never really clarified that. So I guess it could have been the 90s. Either way, because liked, the movie came out a year ago, floppy disk reference is funny. Yeah, I like to think <laughs> that it takes place in 2020, but they're still just using floppy disks at this job. 
Um, and then the floppy disk winds up getting sucked into the guy's ass. Those were some of the best parts where he's got his pants around his ankles and, his, and he's bent over just sucking things into yeah, his really ass. they really go for it. You know, and then at the end, spoiler alert! It's like a sonic boom when that guy's pants come down. Here's what I didn't know if I was gonna like or not. Uh, I think we talked some time ago about the Poltergeist remix or remix remake. Eric, yeah, with uh, Sam Rockwell. Uh, and not a good movie. Not a good remake, rather. Super unnecessary. Poltergeist, good movie. Like a lot of uh, classic movie remakes. Uh, and what bothered me the most um, about the Poltergeist remake was that they show uh, like the what is it like the ghost realm where the girl goes you know at the end of the original movie is it craig t nelson who ties the rope around himself or is it the wife i forget one of the parents goes into like the fucking portal with a rope tied around him to get the daughter and then they fall through the ceiling downstairs in the living room covered in goo and stuff remember yeah they never show you where they went though and that's so much better to leave it to your imagination and in the Poltergeist remake, they show you... I keep wanting to say remix. Remake. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they show you where he goes, and it's so underwhelming. It's like, this is why you don't reveal that, because yeah. my mind will, will go so many more entertaining places. It's a thin line, too, because I also think like uh, it's usually better, I, or like it's, it's more... To leave more to the viewer's imagination is something yeah. that has been lost in movies, uh, especially with like horror movies. And there was this period where like they would just show you everything in the trailers, and then I think they started maybe not doing that as much. But even like uh, a movie, I think it's uh, Insidious, where like what's Never his name? It. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, for like a PG thirteen blockbuster with, uh, type, it Dexter's was sister. First one's not bad, uh, but like they do, they show you yeah. like the astral realm. Basically, like he has to. You know, people that can kind of travel and the kid's spirit is more susceptible to the demon yeah. taking it because he can, like like The Shining, but not shine. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's just kind of an open spirit. And then the dad has to, like, go find this son's spirit to save the blah, blah, blah. And they show you that. They go, like, they create an atmosphere of, like, this spirit realm. And I actually thought that didn't suck. Like, I can't speak for the sequels. They made, like, five of those fucking I mean, things hey, when afterwards. it's done right, it's done right. Right. But I think it's smarter to err on the side of, like, yeah, do it thinly. Thin veil. Like, let people, like, have to figure out. I think part of it might be uh, CGI, the introduction of CGI now. They think that because everything's possible, you should do it, you right. know? But because also, the the realm in the Poltergeist remake was just CGI Poltergeist shit. Poltergeist remake was just Poltergeist. Like stupid. All it was was like black stuff dripping off of all the furniture. Some movies they really just like I don't know. I guess this is an argument for when people reboot shit. Uh, like, do you stick exactly to the original that's or the should you take? a... I go that way with like even but song that's what covers. Poltergeist did, dude. Poltergeist did that. They basically made the same fucking movie with like a, using a little more modern effects for moving the chairs around the room and when he looks in the mirror and his face. And falls they made apart. the fucking classic old creepy lady into a fucking not creepy British guy. <laughs> Classic. It just seems like sometimes I want them to do something fresh with it. It can still be the same like, uh, you know, like three act structure and like plot lines and all this stuff. But sometimes they just, they, they try to work in. Here's like, a great remake. Oh, I was going to say that one of the worst, a bad example. Right, do bad first. Like Dumb and Dumber 2. They bring back Billy and 4C with his bird head. And it's like, all we don't need to remake every fucking... That's what they did, though. They just wanted to remake these scenes, but remove all humor, apparently. They didn't c- want to come up with another original funny idea in terms of a plot. They make all the so same the jokes So the entire plot again. is just callbacks to the first one. And they expound on these things that... It was like just a 
in passing thing in the first one, and now they're harping on it in the second one. Yeah. Uh, afraid of Felcher. They go like fucking on and on with the Felcher thing in the remake. It's another like, one, sadly. They said her name one time in the first one in passing. There's really no reason to remake another one that was like pretty recent. Jay and Silent Bob reboot. They just wanted Didn't to want do it. the same. It's the same movie, but the, all the rehashed jokes aren't funny because they're not fresh. And I guess that's, I would look for, yeah, you got to like write a new script. I think that you Kevin Smith saying? does a lot of those movies though, just to like keep Jason Mewes working I was gonna and say, keep throwing him a bone. He's, he's keeping his nice. friends paid and I get that. But when it comes to like the necessity of remaking a classic comedy like that. Well, fuck that. <laughs> write a movie with Jason Mewes' brilliant ass in it. Just not him as Jay and not you as Silent Bob. All you motherfuckers are going to pay. One that I think is, is a great the- example uh, is the movie So Rat Race. It's a remake of It's a Mad, 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 Mad World. Yeah. And it's, it's in a newer time, so they've like revamped it. It's a totally different movie, but it's the same movie. Right. You know? But that's like they, they're even called different things, though. Because it's like when they reboot these, they're the same movie name. Dumb and I Dumber, like that though. Jay and Bob. I like that they didn't make Rat Race and then put it out as it's a mad, 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 mad world. Right. The two thousand whatever. When was that movie? From? Which is kind of like that. It, Edition. Apparently, that's you crack the code. It's as simple as that. Remake the fucking movie, but change it just enough so that people kind of don't exactly put the lines and the jokes together to the original. But you call it something else, and basically, in any interview, the director can be like, "Yeah, I was largely influenced by." It's obvious. I tried to make it obvious. You know what I mean? But it can't be like it's literally like they work the same lines and jokes in from the original. And when I watch reboots, <laughs> thinking about how much I liked an original, it's like, why? Why did you do it this way why didn't you write new situations for these characters and bring them back in a fresh way so i wouldn't say i'd prefer they like just stick to whatever the original was and be a I mean, purist would, about it and i wouldn't because they're doing that and it stinks it's the original is always better you know what i'm saying quiet place 2 oh, is a thing in theaters now so rat race uh does not credit in the writing credits uh anyone from mad 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 world it's a, it's different enough of a movie i, I would have thought that they would have credited like a uh, story by or whatever. I've heard a couple people talk about how they saw a quiet place Two this weekend. Uh, and, I might go see it tonight. And, and that it was better than the original. I was like, how could it not be like, it's that's got not a Cillian Murphy in exchange for <laughs> Jim from the office. It's gotta be better. It's gotta, you know, and it's not a reboot. It's a sequel and it's, it's a completely different ball game there. Of course that blockbuster hit is going to have another, it's a whole know. new goddamn ball game. Shit. Reference. Tremors. Two, <laughs> but a franchise. He's throwing up hand signals <laughs> like a, a catcher. But a franchise that we were both just saying the other day that A Quiet Place just totally rips off. That's and what I, I didn't started. Like. I watched Tremors last night. I'm probably saying the same thing as two years ago. Probably said this Too after bad. I saw it. But it's like it was praised as Reboot. being this super original movie, and as like a horror fan and a horror purist asshole, also, I was like, this is not a. Ri- I, I you're could going p- mostly on the trailer, and they're going to tell you anything to get you to buy a ticket. But no, it was it was a big deal, 100 percent fresh. Like nobody thinks this sucks. It's the most original screenplay, and right. not only was I, it was a self conscious theater movie because I. There was no. I couldn't whisper to my girlfriend. Annoying. I couldn't shake the bunch of crunch out. It was fucking was silent. Annoying. They should have even. Everybody could hear each other's sweatpants. They should have had some awareness of what, what their or movie was pants. like, <laughs> and had like maybe a disclaimer before the movie starts of like, "Open your candy now" and shit. That would have been kind of cool. Sure, but still, like maybe if I saw it at home, I might have because that that like experience of it that wasn't a good theater movie you gotta be like my dad who's old enough and doesn't give a shit anymore when i go see a movie with him every time there's a point where i'm shaking (laughs) my head like 
I'm with this guy. <laughs> I am this guy. I'm it's the most quiet part of the movie, and he's like tearing <laughs> fucking snow caps open and leaning to me Dude, like, that makes me so where do I know this guy from? <laughs> Dad, whisper it. <laughs> We're at fucking, the movie just starts, and he's ripping his pen, <laughs> his his oil pen, like fucking. <laughs> when, uh, there was another While couple. While the credits are opening, there's clouds of smoke. We're sitting in like the third row. My girlfriend and I would hang with this other couple and we saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood together and then they mm-hmm. they were very, they're like a married couple and they were chatting and then it got to be like a little, I was, I didn't say anything but in my head I was like, all right guys, like to me it's like I'm watching the new Tarantino. There's and a I, handful I, I, of I don't want, filmmakers. I get a little bit at the beginning but Shut hey. up. And then I remember this is new Tarantino. Remember, there's the scene of Brad Pitt making um, macaroni and cheese on the stovetop. Yeah. At, at this, at that point, he just leaned over to his wife and like nudged her, and when he goes like, "Ha, mac and cheese," completely. And I was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" <laughs> useless commentary. Mac and cheese, huh, babe? What are you, the listener? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking pause the movie. Oh no, let's not rip that bandaid off. <laughs> <laughs> man but yeah like that that does make me uncomfortable like if i were with a, the person sitting next to me who's my guest or we're with, there together if they start ripping shit open and talking loud especially Depends on the movie after the beginning of the movie starts you know it's like uh, all right i, I see a lot of shitty movies with my dad so if it's underwater or the invisible man or something i get that talk away and we see it at like fucking two in the afternoon so there's three other people there yeah but no you just gotta hit you hit that point where you're like you know what I didn't care for A Quiet Place because uh, specifically the hype being so original. And I was like, no, it's Tremors meets Signs meets Aliens. Like, there it is. There's the fucking three things that they pulled. And all of those movies were original and great. You know? Yeah. Uh, I guess Signs signs was good. Gotta reiterate, the worst part of the movie is the whiteboard in Jim's office. Cure question mark? Jim's office question mark? (laughs) Uh, I was talking about this movie yesterday with my dad, and I must have called him Jim from the office 16 times and his real name's not even far off it's john you know just say john from the office but yeah but every time john from the office well fuck that every time i have to say the whole thing jim from the office you know so to me the worst part of the movie is how jim from the office has this fucking whiteboard and is in like downstairs and and it's like you know, this thing's been going on for months. Jim from the office is down there and he's trying to figure out like Jim from the office. He's trying to figure out who are these aliens? Where are they from? Uh what's what's the what's his, what is their uh their um kryptonite, you know? And and his and Jim from the office's whiteboard literally says Here's a picture of it. It says survive. Creature, <laughs> blood. No, it says blind. Attack sound, armor. armor. This is like notes that the guy who was writing the screenplay probably had on a post-it. Here's the, here's the two two notes for survival they figured out so far, too. Medical supplies. Yeah, that's kind of a no-brainer. Have a first aid kit if you want to survive, probably. Keep some gauze and ace bandages in the backpack, so just in case. It's there's The whiteboard is split down it's, two It almost sides. sounds like it's they're, they're underplaying that they're monsters eating loud people. It's like, yeah, but, you know, keep a medical supply. In, in your bag, in your fanny pack. You don't need to write the that down. fuck out of here. Oh, and here's and another if, one. If they attack things that make sounds, you don't need to write down soundproofing. I picture like dental, you know how they open like new dental appliances every every time, like fresh ones. And just like your dad ripping shit open loudly in the movie theater. The monster's going to come eat you as soon as you reach for your for your tape and bandage. <laughs> it's if, tape. If, you're, if you look in your fridge and you're out of one thing and you go to the <laughs> store for that one thing, you don't need to write it down. And then the uh, the other note for survive, in addition to medical supplies, is soundproofing. 
It's like yeah, so they get it. they've figured out that there's noise attracts them. Uh and then what is the in standard Wait, why does grammar? he like draw a box and around then with certain words? It says what is the weakness? Weakness all caps with a big red rectangle around it. Uh but so yeah, it's basically like this is the guy too who's going to crack the code too. We're putting all our trust in this guy who's like, I figured out. It's like a Miss Lippy's car is green. So the left. <laughs> if you want to remain healthy, medical supply. The left side of the whiteboard is devoted to the creature, which is blind, attack sound, armor, which is very important because it's underlined twice. How many in area? Uh, he might forget that detail and need to run downstairs and check the whiteboard. How many in area? Confirmed three. Who is like, so who in the movie is going. How many of these things are there? And they run downstairs. Oh, yeah, there's three of them. You put a rectangle around three and the word weakness. Maybe that's because those ideas go to... If the whole world... That's how he organizes his notes in colored marker and rectangular shape. If the whole world has been reduced to survive the killer monsters that are outside... You don't need a whiteboard to remember how many of them are. You're not going to work. You're not watching TV. You're not forgetting... By getting new information anywhere else, there's three of them. You know, move on. I know there's three of them now. You think in the sequel they're gonna just like? They Why re- does this whiteboard? They got to bring sense? everything from the original into sequels. If this re- whiteboard is not in the sequel, you think there's I'm gonna be out. more shit, new notes on the new whiteboard. Oh God! How many confirmed in the, in the <laughs> sequel? Anyways, I, I'm gonna watch all this shit. I watch shitty movies, and so that's the, fine. They they make noise, or if you make noise, the creatures come and kill you. And then at one point, so they live their whole life like don't make noise. Don't step on anything. And then, like, having a panic attack if they step on a leaf or something. And then at one point, he takes his son to a waterfall, and him and his son rejoice in the fact that they can, ah! They can yell and be as loud as they want, because, move by the waterfall, asshole! What are you doing? Yeah, and there's probably other naturally loud areas. If that, that waterfall were no good for some reason, that is a, you know, life hack right there. Survival. Go by the stream water. And don't be louder than the stream. Yeah, I'll go see it, though. <laughs> I'm going to go see you. Can I come with? You can come. <laughs> I don't want to go. We might do tonight um, IMAX, baby. I'm not going. I might. I got nothing going on. If it's this. another... I'm going to be really uh, disappointed if I go see it in the IMAX, which is supposed to have like... No, IMAX. Killer sound. S- <laughs> S- uh, At no point... Fuck. <laughs> that was good enough. Go see like a, a silent movie in a theater that's supposed to be like all about its impeccable. See that was the thing. That's kind of sound display. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a EDM beat. <laughs> Anyways, that's that's what I was saying. It's like I'll see a quiet place too, but I don't <laughs> no, want to see it in like, theaters. That was the Wait for the drop. But I don't want to see it in theater. That's like the main thing I don't want as a part of the viewing of more of this franchise. I don't want to go in the theater. That was my least favorite part about it was being in a theater instead oh of like God, comfortable dude. at home. New goal, <laughs> eat a bunch of like cheese and cabbage and beer and then go see it just so I can right at the quietest part. If you're a movie farter, maybe your dad, that would be the movie to go see and let him rip. You know what I'm saying? I told you the most memorable part of seeing the first one. You could see the, you could clear the theater, and you wouldn't know if it was because of your rank farts or just because this movie sucks. Movie stinks. <laughs> and uh, in the first one, one of the production companies in the beginning of the movie, when you see like fucking the logos, yeah, uh, one of the companies is Braun, like LeBron. Ah, yeah, Braun Braun. And uh, I'm familiar. It was really quiet, and some kid went. 
Braun Braun. And everybody laughed. That was the best part. Yeah, a quiet place, up. too. <laughs> out now. Get out there and see it, everybody. Uh, yeah, that's it's weird the people that have mentioned, like people that, like Drew just hollered and was saying how he watched them both and went to the theaters. And it's like several people that I, I spoke to recently this week saw this movie. And it was it all came back up. My mom asked me about it and was like, have you seen this? It's, it's, it's like, yeah, it's working. The marketing is getting everywhere. Well, like, everybody's bringing it up. I think it's also that for all the normies out there, uh, like I've heard people like this past the, the week, normies who are, out people, there. yeah, this people, the like inferiors, this week, unlike us, yes, on our pedestal, people who this week are like, hey, movie theaters are back open, man, I might go see a movie. <laughs> Where like, I'm like, I saw a movie a year ago. Yeah, you just you know, you definitely had to wear a mask then. Now it's a crapshoot. That's all that was holding these people back from seeing a film. I remember a, uh, a year ago. That was the, I. I couldn't stand it, you know. Was it a year ago when we saw our first uh, mid-pandemic film in a theater? And it, and it stunk. It stunk worse than Quiet Place. Did it? Quite frankly, yeah. Yeah. It sucked. I didn't like it at all, but I was glad to get out of the house after it was a couple of, you know, two or three months. Uh, but then, yeah, just like it was such a weird... And it's and it's great that people are like loosening up and things are getting better seemingly and blah, blah, blah. But man, I just remember like family concerned that me and you were considering going and seeing a movie last June or whatever. I gotta tell like, you, nobody in my life shit. is concerned. I mean, no one gives a fuck about you, man. <laughs> I, I don't know what I to tell you. that's just what it is. <laughs> Everyone was like, all right, have fun. Yeah, see ya. <laughs> Standard Seth. Uh, but no, like that was, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they were just watching <laughs> different news programs. But yeah, the pandemic hype, uh, pretty big. You remember that? Remember that thing that changed the entire landscape of civilization across the globe? Yeah, I was uh, I was cleaning out. That was weird. Remember that? Uh, today, and I have like my the stimulus checks. I saved them both. Yeah, I think I have them somewhere. Uh, and my girlfriend was like, "Why? What'd she do? Already deposited paper airplane? Probably like took them to the bank, but I did it digitally so that I could save them. And I said because fucking fifty years from now, I could be like." Show I can, my grandkids. I can, I can thank Donald J. Trump. Exactly. Furthermore, I could be like, "Look at this, kids. Look who paid your grandpa <laughs> while the world was shut down, and then look who gave." Look at the name of the only man who ever helped this family. Yeah, Donald J. Look Trump. at the second Imagine. check that doesn't have a name on it because uh, someone was embarrassed that it was six hundred dollars less than they promised it would be in their campaign. <laughs> and your kids are just like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Let's get you to bed, grandpa. <laughs> Um, uh, you said something about it's a whole new ball game. Went to a ball game yesterday. Whole new goddamn ball game. White Sox swept the Orioles. Damn, it was and great. Here I was watching the Cubs lose. My girlfriend never went to a baseball game, so <clears throat> I got never. I was raised in a Sox family. I'm a Sox fan till the day I die. Uh, and all my uncles and my whole fam is, and I got a couple uncles who got season tickets yeah. by proxy, though. You know what I mean. I was a pretty big uh, baseball kid. Okay. So I was going to say, like, even to hear you say the words, I'm a Sox fan until the day I die. It's like, you mean Bulls? The big hurt, Like, dude? the thing I've watched games with you of? Frank Thomas was the first, uh, like, sports figure that I remember in my life, like, being a fan of and, and looking up to. Fucking loved Frank Thomas. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've really fallen out of baseball in the last, like, 10, 15 years. It's just, like, boring. <laughs> It's kind of a boring sport, you know what I mean? But when it's not, it's not. 
that make sense? So it was a good game? It was a pretty good game. Uh, we didn't get there till like the fifth inning because <laughs> it's me. Yeah. But it was sweet. <laughs> the ending was sick. They won. Got to see a couple runs. Uh, like I said, Bird has never been to a baseball game and doesn't even know. I was like explaining everything about the game tour, but I liked it. I was like, this is fun. Yeah. Uh, hot dog, beer. <laughs> <laughs> Check. That's the explanation. So there's bat, glove, and ball. And but that's what they do. We do hot dog beer. She got to pretzel. see uh, at one <laughs> and point, that's baseball, babe. They showed this little like uh, sketch on the jumbotron. Your checklist of what baseball is sounds like Jim from the Office's whiteboard. Of, like this <laughs> yes. is baseball: pretzel, hot dog, bat. Don't forget peanuts. <laughs> got peanuts. a bag of peanuts as well. <laughs> and uh, what does a movie look like? At you know, one popcorn, point, popcorn, icy. On the uh, the jumbotron, they showed this little short clip of a guy with a hot dog and he squirts ketchup all over it and the whole crowd is like booing uh and then they don't think it's hilarious and then he eats it all like sideways and silly (laughs) like a sandwich (laughs) but i had to explain to my girlfriend that so in chicago it's a huge faux pas to put ketchup on a hot dog some hot dog places don't even serve ketchup they won't even give you ketchup they don't even let you they don't even give you the opportunity yeah, to, to desecrate your hot dog with fucking ugly tomato juice. That would be like, yeah, record scratch. <laughs> All the heads in the diner turn type of thing. But she, had, she didn't understand it. To her, it was like some absurdist humor. It was like trigger-happy TV on the Jumbotron. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was awesome, though. Uh, I kind of miss going to... I mean, of course, my uncle has six season tickets right behind home plate. Like Is 11th that where you... Row. You had those seats? Yeah, was, oh, they yeah. were killer seats. So killer seats make any sporting event and it was that a, all the much actually, better. The weather was great It was yesterday. a beautiful day. Sox won. You know, what more could you ask for? I guess to get there on time to see the one home run, that would have been nice. Yeah, you could have had four more innings of uh, hot dog and beer. So wait, it was a one to nothing win? Um, Three nothing. We, got to, okay. we saw him get two runs. Gotcha. Got it. Um... Yeah, I don't even know the last yeah, time I like, went to a baseball game. I miss the atmosphere, and baseball is such a great game where you can like, you can like fucking socialize can and hack, enjoy heckle. the game at the same time. Swing batter! It's like that's what we say, baby. Baseball games, you, you yell "swing batter" over the people sitting in front of you. And we had these fucking awesome broy dudes behind us, uh, keeping it real with the fucking. That's not one of them. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm trying to get a good clip of like the guys behind me. We can't like, hear shit. Nikki, two strikes. Nikki, two strikes. <laughs> the whole time, like they had all their chants down. Yeah. I was saying I was watching the uh, NBA playoffs and they were commenting on having like fans back. I was watching the Hawks. Knicks game and they have right. fans back at MSG and I hear like Reggie Miller commenting on like it's just so great to have the spirit of the live audience back we've missed you guys so much and as they're like saying this whole like thanks to the fans and we love having you back at MSG uh, they're showing clips I see there's a girl who looks like she's like 15 and she's just flipping off the Atlanta Hawks like middle mm-hmm. fingers and then they cut away from her to like three dudes and they're all just chanting you can read their lips and it's just fuck Trey Young fuck Trey <laughs> Young they're all just like <laughs> flipping off the court and saying fuck you and you know the contrast of Reggie Miller. God, we love having you all back. We couldn't do this sport without you. <laughs> suck my dick, Fuck Reggie! You, you suck! <laughs> Man, you corny! <laughs> um, so what else? What else, you guys? I got some 
Some fan voicemails pulled up. Um, we can do a highly rack. Here, before here before we do the highly rack. Oh, wait, wrong thing. This was kind of back to the first thing we were talking about. Yeah, well, what uh, what do you guys think of Army of the Dead? Because I assume you've probably seen it. Um, Came out on Netflix two days ago, so obviously you guys have both viewed this movie. I did try to watch this. Uh, I, only I fell asleep the, uh, 30 minutes in. It's piece the, of shit. The in-the-ring advertisements at the last UFC pay-per-view. Yeah, they're trying hard. I personally was a little let down. Yeah, no yeah. shit. But... It's a fucking zombie yeah. movie starring... What's his name? Baptista? Yeah, that guy. I don't know what his name is, but I would. I see his face and I know this movie is a bomb. Like, I like him. <laughs> I don't. This movie's gonna suck. I've said before. He's, he's, he's good in Guardians because Guardians I love is the, good. The Marvel of all the Marvel things, I love Guardians of the Galaxy. It's my favorite one, and I love the whole cast. I think he's great. Everyone's funny in it. It's 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 a very well done franchise. But when I see Dave Bautista starring in a movie, a Dave Bautista vehicle. Yeah, it's I like don't want to hop in. It's an instant. I'll walk. Yeah, skip. Uh, my brother was also harping on the fact he's just, that they, yeah, um, he's just like he's just like the Rock light. You know, you need a big, muscly, bald don't, dude. Don't even compare this. But that's what I'm saying. Like, Dwayne and it's not like The Rock <laughs> makes fucking awesome movies. To I me. do explain. I to love my The Rock, but you know, or like I, I liked him in the '90s. <laughs> uh, when we were at Joshua Tree, it was just like you're in the middle of nowhere, and you have the urge, urge. NC? I, I didn't know it was going to be a Q&A. <laughs> you get the urge to like yell things. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah. And I went, if you smell. Fuck yeah, dude. What the rock? Because we're, we're climbing rocks, you know, is cooking. She had no idea what the fuck I was talking about. I sounded like a psychotic and I had to explain it to her. But that's how long The Rock has been around forever, dude. He's a fucking cultural icon. But he did make his way into like just action movie stardom. Yeah, to, and that's what this he's guy. He's a household name to people that have no idea what you can. Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? If you smell what The Rock is cooking, what's means. this guy's name? Batista. <laughs> Batista. Dave Batista. Dave Batista. Batista. Oh, he was a wrestler too. So like the comparison works. Even I mean, it's pretty obvious it's looking at the guy's pretty build. Good comparison. But like, but now he's doing the same transition. The difference is. Like I don't know, I'm not as sold. Even even I went and saw a Furious movie. Like it took them, seven of them for me to like go see one in theaters, and it's mindless you saw the action. Seventh one in theaters. Yeah, I saw a Furious Seven in theaters. I rented the first one. And you from, know what? It was like a fun theater experience. I like, rented the first one from Indian Trails Library when I was in sixth grade and watched it in my room. That's it. <laughs> that is all. But I've seen one. Um, I'm in the club. Um, uh, you know, there's eye candy here and there, but. Oh yeah, Tig Notaro. <laughs> My brother was harping on the fact that they. Um, I love how nonchalant this dude is about. It. He's like a little let down. So whatever Tig, about it. Tig Notaro. No skin off my nose. Her no role was Chris D'Elia, who they shot and they took him they, out. Of the, I, they wish they would have. <laughs> Liberal Hollywood is like we should just put a bullet in him. Yep. Uh, they took him out of the movie digitally. Put Tig Notaro in all his scenes as his character. Okay, it was weird, weird flip on the cast. I didn't watch it. You think they'd go you for a Crystalia type as far as like Wouldn't physical, you? you know? Or would you think they would fucking cover their ass even more and be like, uh, in addition to editing Crystalia out of the movie, we got a completely opposite, a survivor, lesbian, woman. Check. <laughs> 
but who is also like not badass in any way, shape, or form. No, no, she is. I didn't watch it. Were they trying to go with like a like a aliens Velasquez? What's it? Vasquez? What was her name? I don't know, but listen. <laughs> the fucking, the cool dyke chick in Aliens. <laughs> I, I, who like invented cool action dyke chicks. I, She's the best. This movie caught me on the like, I needed something to watch. I had nothing lined up. And it's like, here's a new, look at this. It's like a zombie movie. Oh, it's Zack Snyder and it's fucking two and a half hours. Before I even like, I was like, okay, I see the runtime of this. And it's like, they're trying to do the whole Marvel thing. It's enough. We don't need an Avengers-style movie. I didn't even see the second half of it. I fell asleep within an hour, absolutely. Didn't see a fucking zombie, really. They, you know, nothing happened in the first hour, really. Wait, you didn't see a zombie? And then the first, uh, the opening sequence with just like some Viva Las Vegas. Mo- it goes on forever. Forever. <laughs> they do like two different Vegas songs. It's like an eight-minute opening sequence where it's like there's, there's no way the next two and a half hours of this movie... It's going to be like, a, you just showed a bunch of like slow-mo Vegas old, you know, old-timey, uh, like slow-mo murders of zombie shit, a bunch of action, and it's like, okay, so now it's going to dip off so for two hours. Zack Snyder movies is they would be like a half hour long if they weren't all slow-mo. I don't, I don't know. He did Justice League. I didn't see that. What else? Watchmen. Watchmen, three Watchmen fucking hours. Watchmen is his one movie. classic. I liked Watchmen. He did 300. But honestly, if I were to watch it again right now, I'd probably make it halfway and go like, all right. Dude, Watchmen's so great. All right. I love Watchmen. Wrap it wrap every movie up in 94 minutes. For 300 me, stinks. That's uh, Zack Snyder too. That was like his breakout. Watchmen great. Uh Sucker Punch, right? I'm not familiar. It's like the fucking hot chick in the schoolgirl outfit doing fucking like action shit. Yeah, I guess he was in the Blade Runner remake. Uh Dave Batista that is. But yeah, he's getting his come up right now, you know? He's getting big, muscly, bald action movie role stuff. But like everything I've seen him in, with the exception of Guardians, it's not like exactly a him vehicle. It's just like No, that's what he's should be used for. That's a yeah, perfect he, use for him. I don't I don't like this guy as a lead. And then uh First yeah, of all, he I'll doesn't watch, have a great personality. I'll watch zombie anything. And in Guardians he plays an alien with like a bad personality. And that's why it works. Yeah. I mean good also for the him. fact that he's a secondary character. Which I don't. I don't think he's a lead actor type. He's getting. He's gonna be a Knives Out too. Was he in the first one? Why are they making a sequel? That guy's giving. They're just throwing the bag at Dave Batista. They can't Knives, give him enough bag. Go to Knives Out too. Does that have anything to do with Anna De Armas? Because it shouldn't. It should have everything to do with Anna De Armas. Uh, uh, cast Edward Norton, Daniel Craig again, Catherine Hahn, Dave Batista. But no, Darmus. I don't see it, so I'm already out. Um, yeah, but it shouldn't. Because it's like, first of all, they don't need to make a Knives Out 2. And if they did, it really doesn't need the girl from the mystery from the first one because they solved the mystery. But I'd like to see it a little more of her, quite frankly. For sure. Um, no, and that wasn't that movie like two and a half hours plus? Like, it was a long movie. It wasn't an action now. movie. But yeah, like, just most horror movies, really, like comedies and horrors, not everything. Sometimes you need more to work with, but when I start seeing two and a half, two forty, two forty-five, it's becoming standard. Because I don't care what the fucking angle is in this movie, I'm just not. Movie tickets are like almost fifteen dollars, so it's becoming standard. Well, like, they also just send for the shit fifteen straight to Netflix. We owe people two hours of entertainment. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting old. My attention spans 
Uh, no, I've I've old. lately when me and my girl are looking for a movie, I love to click on a movie and see like one hour thirty seven minutes. It's the best, oh, perfect. It's the best <laughs> doesn't need to be two and a half hours. Sometimes we watch a movie and I'll fucking hit the okay thing just to see where we are on the meter. Man, and it's not even an hour yet, and I'm like, we just talked about fuck, or like somewhat recently, like basically movies versus these limited series and just shows where like you can watch their ten hours basically, but you watch it in ten parts. But like there is something to that. Like like when I read a book, I usually try to get to the next chapter before I call it. I don't like Yeah. But like and that's it's easier to get through a forty eight minute or a fifty five minute an episode and be like, Yeah, I'm gonna watch the other half or other seven eighths of this thing another time. It almost does psychologically like work better for me, even though you can pause any of these at any point and turn any two and a half hour movie into a, you know, five part half hour sitcom if you need it to be that. Yeah. But it's just like Like that's not how we approach school. When you're watching a movie and fucking the bell rings, so you have to come back the next day and start it where you ended. <laughs> no, but yeah, uh, we, as we said, it's like it seems like you have a better chance of getting people to watch a docu series that's four episodes than just one hour and forty five minute long documentary, and it's probably for that reason. Yeah, I don't scoff when I see a new series come out and be like, "Oh, they did it nine episodes of this thing that looks interesting." I'm like not mad about it, but I see a movie. Like a new action movie, and it's like, oh, it's like 2.35? Come on. I don't know. Maybe we're the assholes. 2.35 is reserved for, like, it's certain movies are necessary to be that long. Like a fucking a Terrence Malick movie, or a Scorsese, or a Tarantino. Man, I feel like we're being boring. Are we being boring now? It's kind of our M.O. Dave Batista's to blame. This motherfucker, you start talking about him, people start snoozing. You can't watch a movie with him. You can't have a podcast discussing him. Look at his picture. He's just a bore fest. Look how boring that picture is. <laughs> Look at this boring man. Look at the boring tint in his glasses. <laughs> he could strangle his... me to death with his thumb and index Look finger. Look at his expression. He's bored. <laughs> He's bored being who he is. He's just like, oh, my life sucks. <laughs> Look, yeah, it does. It does it, the screen grab, the little freeze room says, this is Dave Batista. And it, the Guardian's face, he's just like, kill me now. Please. Poor guy. Oh, man, I feel bad for him. I'm going to watch the rest of his movie gotta support <laughs> no i tried to watch army of the dead and i it was like from the beginning i didn't like how long and drawn out the goddamn slow-mo action shit was i was like how are they gonna follow this crazy cgi fest that should have been maybe like a minute this intro sequence and then edit the song and fucking the title comes up it was just like forever the title card kind of implied to me that i wasn't gonna like it yeah. the the pink letters the big neon like inherent vice advertising of the uh <laughs> Big neon letters. Yeah, I just like I see what you're trying to do here, and with a zombie movie, I don't movie, like it, <laughs> and I'm not gonna <laughs> like it. Um. Well, we can jump and start. The highly recommended. Wait, that's not where I want to be. Goozlers. Goozlers. <laughs> uh, let's. Well, do I feel the, like we oh, gotta. Gee, yep, whoop. Like, do the bits first. Do the bits because it's ti- it's intertwined. What bits? O's. Oh, the oh bits. I skipped right past them. Might be. My brain this week, you guys, is going all blowy on me. I don't know what's going on. Um, yeah, the O bits. Where's the goddamn shot glasses? By the way, I'm good for like one shot, so we're going to loop everybody in. Like last week, there's really only one that matters. Uh, and it's it matters even more than Charles Grodin, quite frankly. Um, yeah, I think if you accumulate all so far of the dedications yeah this one still matters more 
Um, but no, we were doing uh, highly recommended last week, and then I started getting a text message that if you heard the episode, it became rather clear that it was bad news from a friend uh, about a friend, and we kind of knew uh, what it was. I guess we just knew that there was going to be really bad information at the end of that episode. And we were right. Um, so one of our good friends from childhood that we just grew up with and loved very much uh, died this week. And it was a it was a fucking shitty week. Honestly, like, I've, seen I've had a weeks. lot of whiskey this week. Like, this, my butthole is actually asking me not to do this. But my butthole can go fuck itself. <laughs> okay? You want to be gay with me? No! Yeah, um... I feel like the two of us have both had quite a few shots. No, I've, uh, I've seriously drank every single night since last week, and now I, I, after a week of like being a, an upset mess because that's kind of it's just what happens. Uh, yeah, I like ate a salad today. I'm gonna do a one shot, one and done. I gotta fucking. I'm trying to like <laughs> be Famous silly right last now, words. but no, it was a very uh, gloomy week and. Um, you know, everybody's lost somebody. So we had a, a fucking rough one. I saw the, look, the drummer from uh, School of Rock died. Mm-hmm. He wasn't my best friend growing up. So it's like, you know, you're a, a drop in, of the whiskey in the glasses is for you. For uh, um, also because the bit. Kevin Clark. Who? His name is Kevin Clark. Uh, uh, excuse me. You know, I didn't know. I, knew, I did know uh, that he grew up in our area. Didn't. He was from our Correct area. me if I'm wrong, but doesn't your brother have a story about like drumming with him or being in an event uh, with him? I never knew that like Haley, my ex, yeah, uh, like went to homecoming with him. Like they they knew each other. No kidding. Uh, and like like he was from pretty close to where we grew up. I yeah, know I that. did hear some like did, yeah, and she, my brother, Zach, your, your brother who plays drums, he used to do these like. Uh, at Sam Ash and stuff, they would have these drum off competitions where you win like fucking a new Tom or something or like a hundred dollar Sam Ash gift card. Uh, so Zach used to do all those and he used to clean up because he was great. Yeah. Still is. Uh, and that kid was at one or two of the things that like drum offs that he did. Gotcha. Did they do and I remember a, Zach did saying they go head that, like, to head, pun intended, <laughs> that he was like, because he was fresh off School of Rock, that he was kind of like full of himself or whatever, and that he wasn't that good. Really? I mean, drummer, it's what, not to speak ill. That's, that's not Sully the Man's good <laughs> Uh But that was, you know, it wasn't as good as my brother, and that's not like an insult. That's just my Your brother is really an incredible good. drummer. He's an incredible drummer. Yeah. Uh, but I remember one of the things that he went to where he competed, and I believe that he won, and he did really good. Uh, that he was a little salty that that kid got like way more attention because he's the kid from School Rock. I mean, that's just how it is. That's just how it is. It's like he's the kid in the show hey, or Zach, in the movie. You did know? you have any lines with Jack Black? Didn't think so. No, you didn't. <laughs> um, you also had the. Uh, they're all musical this week. The guy who did uh, who sang Andarasi in Little Mermaid. Really? Mm-hmm. So Samuel he doesn't have a name. E. Wright. Samuel E. Wright. Right, uh, B.J. Thomas, singer of "Raindrops Are Falling on My Head." These do sound like very old people. But that doesn't mean my eyes will soon be turning red. What Sleeping on the job. I'm trying to think of what that makes me think of. I, I, it's it like makes it, me think of uh, "Confessions of a Dangerous Mind." Yeah, which is about Chuck Barris. But I picture. Hold on, I got Leslie Nielsen. I got Leslie Nielsen in my head. Is there like? Well, a, it's been in a hundred movies. This song. But, it, I but can, there was a kid on the Gong Show years ago who famously sang it terribly. Uh, what was that movie? And they gonged him. 
I don't even think it was, you know, like a, a big it's one. It's also, I believe, at the end of a Simpsons like, episode could where, have they, been naked where they walk into the sunset at the end. It's been in a thousand things, but I'm picturing Leslie Nielsen. God damn it. Um, yeah, it's probably in a Naked Gun movie or something. Maybe it's in a... Now, what's that other movie? A Leslie Mo- Nielsen movie that you're more familiar with than I am is the Dracula one. Dead and Loving It. Uh, Maybe it's in Dracula. Man, I haven't seen that it. since I was a kid, but boy, did I enjoy that <laughs> flick. It's, it's probably in there. <laughs> um, could be. Drops, blood. I'm going to find it. It's yeah. a very weak correlation. Spy Hard. Oh, well, that's the fucking song, right? No? Was Leslie Nielsen not in Spy Hard? Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, it's the bicycle I, scene. But I just didn't recognize this fucking title of a movie. It's like I don't think if you would have asked me, have you ever seen a movie called Spy Hard? I'd have been like, no. I might have said, <laughs> does it have Leslie Nielsen? Apparently, I've seen it and I know it well. <laughs> hey man, your direct connection to hearing that song was Leslie Nielsen. So you've seen Spy Hard? Yeah. I mean, it is hilarious. Look what's going on right I now. I remember this scene. <laughs> it goes from uh, the two of them like riding bikes in the old country to him doing fucking BMX tricks. <laughs> it is like I do. I can like picture other scenes of the movie right now, but the, again, this title like escapes me entirely. It but really a, I, there's a lot of shit like that. Album names and song names. I just don't fucking pay attention. But anyways, it wasn't wrong. So there's that. Um. But yeah, let's drink some whiskey. Yeah, those. That's it. Oh, I mean, R.I.P. Lil Dreddy. What? What? Big, Who? Big Dreddy. Lil. One of these guys. Another one of these young rapper guys. Uh, died Dread. this week too. Lil Dreddy. Throw on a song for Lil Dreddy real quick. I don't know who that is. I don't. Either. There's Lil Dreads. Is that him? No. Fuck. I mean, am I getting it all together wrong? Just search rapper died today. <laughs> Lil, uh, what's the man's name? Well, I guess we'll figure it out. Lil Loaded. Lil Loaded, Lil Dreddy. <laughs> Boy, is my off. face red. Oh, my God. <laughs> Lil Dreddy. <laughs> I just made that up. <laughs> I was reading about this guy earlier. All right, his most played song is called Six Locks, Six A, Six Y. See, that's, again, that's why, look, I read an article about this dude who died. He's 20 years old. He died. I heard even that uh, he may have, uh, like, his girlfriend left him or cheated on him or something, and I, I heard that he killed himself. Jesus. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. And I still didn't even retain the man's name. This guy? You think I'm going to remember Spy Hard? This guy toting the gun? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Catch me on the block, block, baby, on the block, block, baby. Blah, 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 I like that he spells the uh, the B's in block, baby. There's sixes, and there's three of them. Satanic shit, I like it. Those who know me and know me well know I love worshipping the devil. He does it a lot. He's got an album called A Demon in Six Lou. I thought you were talking about me like worshipping the devil. Yeah, Ak is just it's his thing. Six Lou being blue, but the the six they use on Spotify really doesn't look like a B. 
dude. Little, little dready. Like, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I didn't even. I was way off. And then he's got like, stay six Lou, six lock, six A, six Y. You know what? Would you describe his hair as a as a little dready? Would you describe his hair as a little dready? Maybe I was judging a book by its cover. Yeah, he's got the little Cheeto dreads. You know, my eye and ear cross wires were, you know, it was all blowy. Mm-hmm. That's what I meant. You know, you know, the guy with the little dreads. You know, a little loaded. Well, I'm just going to try and make make uh, make my blunder make sense. Uh, no, that's what I meant, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. R.I.P., uh, dude. Master Z. He's got like a, a big stack of money to yeah, his head. He kind of looks like... Uh, the top one is... Kind of looks like Cater. It's a $1 dollar bill. It's like, I can get okay. a stack of $1 bills like that. Could you, though? It's not that impressive. Yeah, it's like 100 bucks. Could you? <laughs> just big uh, kiddie pool of quarters. Um, I don't remember anybody's name that I just said, or no. this guy. Well, Lil Dreddy is one of them, and uh, I think Jim from The Office was somewhere in there. I don't know. I haven't been keeping track. Y'all can do shots to them. This one's to Keith. Oh, boy. Man. I feel like you and I, in this past week, we've, I mean, I don't feel like it. We've done a lot of shots this past week. Yep. And in the back of our minds, it was probably there with every single one we did. It was in the back of my mind. It's in the back of my mind all week, and it's one of those things that's going to be... Saying well, It's been in the it. front of my mind all week, and it will always be somewhere back there. So the first one we've done right now, where we said it out loud, here's to Keith, and I've yeah. been avoiding it this whole week because there's something about, like, once we do that, it's, like, it's official. It's more real. It's one more thing that makes it more final. Yeah, dude, it sucks, and um, uh, that one hurt. And you know, people probably saw your post that you made about him. It's like I tried to, and I gave up. I like I, I I had to like I I didn't want to do that. Well, here's what happened with that. Like I had I knew we took a photo together. I could see that photo in my head. That's I, another thing. I don't have like any photos. Me of us neither. Where we're not children. Basically, we grew up together. Which, it doesn't matter. And then he ended up in Louisville, Kentucky, for like the last at least ten years. Dude. So we haven't seen a lot of him in the last ten years. But I've definitely kept in touch. We get on phone calls. Pretty steadily, you know, like monthly like type of thing in recent years. Since his going away this past year was probably the most that we've been keeping in touch. Yeah, and we go through, you know, peaks and valleys, and then sometimes it's way too long, and then you catch up, and then you start keeping in touch a little more. But it's hard. It's hard when your friends, like, move, and then they move far away, and then you have to be Especially a phone when they, call they guy. Especially they move and they're struggling with addiction. I honestly ed- ed- uh, credit Keith for, like, how good of friends we remained over the years because he would call me when i was not calling him a lot and right. it's like it, i've I, I, i'm like that with a lot of friends of like i've had the, to question like am i a bad friend should i be like it's one of the layers weekly? of guilt that i'll be dealing with uh in this grieving process is that while we did keep in touch he reached out to me yeah almost every time you know and and you know i'm gonna have to sit there and think i, I just want to talk to him again and, yeah. you know, I had the opportunity so many times and I didn't take it. And that hurts. Yeah. But, like, again, it's there's no there's no blame and guilt with all that. And it is. It's hard. Like, I have there's friends no alive and well that are far away and I just don't keep up with them enough. And then no, you think about all of yeah. them in these times of, like, man, it's just it's not worth it to look at whatever the last thing. There's or no guarantee that a something. call that you didn't make, if you had made it, it would have changed anything. You can't sit there and harp on anything like that. Yeah. And uh, like you said, too, it was, you know, uh, a friend of ours who, since fucking teenage years, man, struggled with addiction. And, like, I got to say that th- that was always there. And I pretty much, you know, I've never met a perfect human. Me and all my friends, 
we're you know we there's there's issues inside all of us and they're different and stuff and one thing that really fucking burns about the last pretty much the last pandemic year year and a half is that like i've lost friends and i've have friends who've lost friends and and it wasn't from covid and none it of, was none of them and i i legitimately you heard sabbatical i had like a fucking mental breakdown because of a, and also quite frankly I like my thing is booze that I need to not do all the time. And I just said I drink like every fucking night this week. And I noticed it six months ago when I was just caged in, feeling caged in. And I was and I noticed it in almost all my friends that whatever their thing was, they started going back to it. It's exacerbated. And they were it was a hard year. And like I don't see those numbers on the TV. Nobody came checked and asked me questions about, you know, the adverse effects. Some people talk about it. It's not like it's completely ignored that CNN's like domestic abuse goes up. Suicide death count ticker. Child every day abuse on, goes on TV. Yeah, people get cooped up and like they're not used to spending the amount of time together or alone. You know what I mean? That's why he would call all the time. That's why we kept in touch. And that's why me and other friends in the pandemic started keeping in touch more often because it was like, you, we all need this. I don't care if a cough might give me a cough. Or it's like we're all taking the fucking at least I, I'm, I'll, a mask is not that oppressive to me anymore at least, and it's just like at this point I'll do what I got to do to end the fucking bullshit because you know what I'm losing sanity and I'm losing friends too, and it's not just the pandemic thing. It's like people struggle with addiction and vices and help. all sorts of shit. But I watched it happen. You I watched myself it. like my my concerns for other friends flare up in the last year after knowing that they were all doing better. Right, you can't help but assume. That this past year, uh, it didn't provide the best atmosphere for our friend to maintain his 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 sobriety. No, and it's yeah, I don't I don't know. It's like we're just so uh, it's, it's a f- we're far away from <laughs> Louisville. It's I don't know exactly what his his life looks like to a T, but like I know what he tells me, and he would tell me too when he was doing good. He would tell me when he slipped up and would relapse and stuff, and like we were uh, that was part of the re- like he. You know, there's plenty of times that he made me upset, sad, worried, concerned, frustrated, angry, just like, you know, just all sorts of like, but it's all just like, cause you love somebody and yeah, we never shied away well. from, from giving him tough love. He I, I, I feel like I was, I've always been with most of my friends and especially about like that shit. Like I'd rather, rather than in, in the fight or flight scenario, it's like, I get both sides. I can get somebody fucking up so many times you just cut him off. But I didn't feel like a lot of people did. I didn't feel like Keith was that guy that he, he deserved that. He was a great guy that just has, you know, a, it's like a fucking brother to me. Uh, I me know too. people that shunned him. Years ago, and I'm not. And e- I'm not mad at them up. because exactly, I don't hold it against them. I just, I could never have brought myself to do that. Yeah, I see. You know, addicts as victims too, certainly to an extent. Definitely, they, they hurt people too. You know, they create victims of the people they interact with because probably the negative uh, effects of their struggles with addiction. But that they're they're not trying to be monstrous. They're not trying to do shit that makes you worried, sad, concerned, angry, all of that shit. And it's like. So rather than like, I don't know, walk out of a door, I always wanted to be like, you know, hit my line and I don't want to, it's never going to shame you or something. I want to be whatever the yada, 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 man. It's just like, if you have that friend, it's just check up on him this weekend. It's been a rough fucking year. So, uh, yeah, shit just got really real. And it talk about like God's algorithm or just weird universal stuff. I was reading my texts and like, like I'm doing now, just trying to keep it light ish. Because this this sucks, you know? This is a real thing that happened. But, like, 
we knew it. We said, like, are we going to have to pull up again? Like, we, like, you know when a friend reaches out or the friend that reaches out sometimes. It's like, my phone doesn't ring unless it's it some was, old friend telling me bad news. It's that, vague enough it, right? for us to put it off. So then I got a call. I still, like, I knew the bad news was going to be there at the end of the episode anyway. And I still think right. we did the right thing just waiting to fall apart. We didn't know for sure. I got a call within the last five, ten minutes of recording. And it was from someone where they don't call me. I knew from the call, from just seeing the name pop right. up on my phone, I know what we're in for, you know? Right. And it's just like, it, it, by the way, this is not like the the first friend that I've lost to drug stuff. Like, To me, it's the, it's it, the it most It might just hurtful. be my, my closest friend that this has happened to. It's the most and hurtful. It just, um, I don't, we didn't have that large of a group of friends who struggled with it. Uh, heroin was, is what I, we're talking about. I was there the first time Keith did heroin. And the guy who brought it to him was also a friend of ours that we grew up with, and he died years ago. It always wins, you guys. It, uh, it, you don't. You might stand. You Keith, might get up for the next couple rounds, but yo, don't. It's better to throw that towel in. It, easier said than done. Like even like cigarettes was really hard for me to quit. I just reminisced with my mom this weekend. Uh, we were saying it's like it's uh, the best analogy I can find for heroin is it's, it's a casino. At in the end, the house always wins. You might fucking get away. Huh. On top one time, but the more you keep going back, the house always wins. And if you were to listen back to last week's episode, you were highly, re- highly recommending a song called H Eyes and joking about, like, I hope it has nothing to do with this. We were trying to segue out of the weird news I was getting and go, like, you it's know, a song about hope heroin. it has nothing to do song with about overdosing. Exactly. And it was like, that's what fucking happened. It's God's algorithm. And, you know, it's just like, it, it's just, yeah, it's just eerie. Sometimes things just feel like this isn't even coincidental that, like, the call. And we were just talking about the friend that texted me too in that episode, and like just things. When I listened back to it, it was like, I, boy, did I not want to listen back to that one. And uh, this one, we knew was going to be maybe a little rough. Quite frankly, I, I like, uh, I love right now that we're saying a little bit about it. And uh, Keith yeah, was man. on Keith was on podcast number two, we're by both, the way. Yes. After I had a fucking yes, a near was. drug overdose, and, and and Keith had nothing to do with it. You know what I mean? It was like I had a wake up moment after I did a bunch of fucking cocaine for like two nights in a row, bender. And then what I did was I was hungover and I had a painkiller and I ate that instead of like an aspirin for my headache. And I put downer on top of upper and I like collapsed in a fucking Harold's chicken. That's what happened. And I, I talked about it lightly like I, like I almost had a heat stroke or something because I was embarrassed and didn't want to admit the fact that basically I almost fucking died from drugs different drugs but and yeah. and keith wasn't doing them he was sober at the time he didn't do any of that shit especially like that at that time you know what i mean so there was no that, that wasn't like him influencing me or something but i smoked my first joint with keith and from there i've watched us both you know make right good decisions and make bad decisions and i've watched him i i would say make maybe more bad decisions than me and a lot of that influenced me to make better decisions as i got older and stuff um but yeah even when our buddy ryan passed away I like. I remember we were with him when we were having that that the same story we always tell about the craziest drug time and we always the mystery sniffy trips and with, how he we got us Ryan. back to our camp. But also first, that was, I smoked my first joint with those two guys and those two guys aren't here anymore. And, but you know what I mean. And it's just like really. I, I don't want to like give weed a bad name as a gateway drug that it, it it can be that. You know what I mean. And I don't. I feel like I did a good job. Uh, by the way, Ryan didn't die from the same thing. It's no. still like, it's just like... It really devastated there are, me the There night. are choices and paths you could take, man, and there was just uh, some wrong turns, for right. sure. The night that we found out, uh, and I couldn't help but like digging up all of my, my stuff with Ryan. Yeah, yeah. The two of them were best friends. So when we met, when I met Keith, 
me and Keith were best friends a few years in middle school. You know, like throughout your whole life. Chaos at least punks, me. Baby. We were, that was the Chaos Punks crew. At least me. I have like best friends for every era, <laughs> for like eras of my childhood, you know? Yeah. Uh, and Keith and I were best friends for like two, three years in middle school, inseparable. Uh, and him and Ryan were best friends like before I even knew him and, and so on. Uh, and Ryan was one of those guys who wrote him off. Because of his addiction, and it, but they and it were was, they were also like best friends before we were best friends with exactly. either of them. So it exactly. was even harder, even earlier for him to see what was happening. You uh, know what I mean? And I, don't, was, I don't shame any of those guys for that. No, and it was out of tough love. It was out of love, and the way that everyone some that people I seriously, know, there are some scenarios where like people won't learn until you remove your thing you're providing them, and then they see that right. it hurt you and stuff. That you just have well, to. That that is a thing that's going to happen. So you know you get a you get a decision. You're going to do that, or you're going to turn their back because they love you so much that they can't stand the pain that you're going to bring them when you die, when yeah. you overdose, when you find when it finally happens. Yeah, I've had some those. people turn their back so that they deal with that pain. Then, right then, he it hurt him to turn his back. To him, yeah. I know other people I've spoken to. It's like he died to me. When he moved and I stopped talking to him. And it's like, you dealt with that pain then. Yeah. I didn't do that. So I'm dealing with that pain now. And I don't fault you for having done it. No. I think... Um, but he was, he was too close to me. So, yeah, that, that photo. I knew this... I, I only knew of one photo in my memory. That, and I was like, I looked in my phone. I must not have been on my phone. I'm like, I don't have it. And I'm like, I wouldn't delete that photo. Like, I have so many photos that should be deleted still from years ago. You know what I mean? And I was just like, I couldn't find it. But I was also... Not really prepared to go digging through his Facebook and looking yeah, at... Yeah, so, but anyways, still fresh. I ended up doing that because it was important to me in that moment that I, that I knew that the photo was alive. I, can't, I, just, I, I wish I had more photos with him. I did him. it too, uh, but I can't do anything like that still without... But yeah, I, I found it on his... My head's winding up in my hands. Yeah. Heads. <laughs> but it was, like, it was this... Just from looking on my phone... And I didn't even see anything of us together in it, but in the in the process of looking for it, I had to like take a break between that and then when I went on Facebook and looked at his photos, which is where it was. And he yeah. posted it six years ago, and I was like really glad that he did that because mm-hmm. if he didn't, I would have never had this thing. Like it was, I didn't have it; it was gone. I never posted it. I checked all my shit anyway. So I'm getting all, you know, nostalgic immediately because and, and it was like I wasn't even looking for it to to post my. It's relevant because you just died. It was, that was not a thought at all. It was like. I ended up doing that, but it's like, again, another phase. I found the photo and I just like seeing it. I had to put my phone down. I couldn't look at it anymore. And then it was like the newest photo in my role. So even like it was just there. It's feeding you that. I was like, all right, yeah. I need to like screen grab some other shit. I did the same thing. Of uh, <laughs> You know what I mean? I, f- I found a picture. I wanted to share it. Uh, I couldn't write a caption and then I started crying. Writing the caption. Like, you know I, I took a nap between just writing like, out my thought about it. I don't it. like grieving publicly. It's just Me not neither. personally. Uh, to each their own. I've said before, I don't get when people are like, they write a whole message to their mom or someone. It's like, your mom's not I felt that way as I wrote a little blurb thing, but but it it felt important to me to like, that that photo is important to me. So I never said like, fuck anyone who does that. <laughs> I just said, like, personally, I don't get it. Pull the tape. How I, I bet I could find you. <laughs> I'm, sure you I'm sure I did. I never said, fuck you, it. <laughs> uh, but that's just not how I process my grief, I guess. Me and, and I was like, no. what am I doing I felt some sort of pressure probably when I saw your thing. They're like, I have to post oh, no. something now, which is, it's dumb. That's the, you know, what social media does to us. I remember too, I, I'm holding flowers and I'm pretty sure it's because I, it, it was either, hopefully it was a holiday, but I more likely, I think like. we're outside of a bar. I, 
is what I thought. Really? No, I, I'm pretty sure I got him at like the Walgreens that was down on the corner from our old Palmer Square house. And he was visiting years and years ago. And I think I just like needed to like, you know, do something nice and apologize to my girlfriend for doing something dumb. Sounds about right. Something just vaguely like, ah, I'm kind of a jerk. I'm going to make sure she knows that's all I'll good. I'll get her some Walgreens flowers. And then, you know, She'll and Keith was always the type, you know, I would tough love him about serious stuff. But we would, just, he, we, we would bust each other's balls. Like, as long as I've been dating Melina, who he's met and he knows and they love each other. Champion and, ball buster. But also a champion, like, just cuck me in front of my fucking friends. Also or, good at that. He's always great at just being like, like, it would always come up basically. And in good spirit. But there have been times, I swear, where it's just like, all right, dude, take it easy. Of the like, uh. You know, uh, like, yo, how'd you, how'd you end up with this guy? You know I'm single. Like, he, he would just kind of throw it out, and she'd be like, oh, stop. And even when he died, you know, she's like, I just remember how much, how, how so nice he was to me and how much he was always just... This smooth like, son of yeah, a bitch. yeah, he's smooth, and he wanted to, in case we ever broke up, he wanted to make sure you remembered he's out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I respect the move. Um, but anyways, in uh, even after finding the photo of him, I, of course I end up finding uh, the last thing that he ever said to me and this is out of the blue. We weren't having like a text convo and then this came later. This was like after it had been weeks since our last discussion, probably months since the last text. We would, he was a phone call guy. Mm-hmm. Out of the fucking blue a few weeks ago. Out of the fucking blue. It just says, Melina is out of your league. That is all. <laughs> That's the last thing that motherfucker ever said to me. <coughs> and, you know, I, I kind of cherish it. I think it's funny. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He always busted balls about that like forever. But something I forgot too that I came across and I saw, like I saw. A girl who I've never met making their Keith post because I got fucked around and went on Facebook and I was reading this and it was clear that it's who like his ex or his current or like they're on and off for for a long time. BM? What's up? Baby mama? I'm not. I don't know. I don't know. And I'm just like, but either way, it was a very heartfelt and a series of they shared photos of them together. Yeah. Photos of Keith I never seen. So I'm looking at these getting emotional. And looking at him with his girl that, whatever, they're on and off for 10 years. I never heard her name really much. But I would hear his stories of him going out and what was going on in his life. And I just didn't know this person. And she's a fucking 10, dude. She's like, Keith was always, you know, he, he did pretty well. But he was a smooth motherfucker. Yeah. Had that smooth, very white voice. But I was like, looking back, I was like, really? It's like, I'm doing, I'm batting out of my league. I know that. And we can joke about it. But like. Even when he was God fucking. God damn it. You didn't, you didn't have to go and hurt all these people, Boy, man. boy with the foot high mohawk. He was still like. Rosy cute cutie boy that all the girls he like. He's a cute little fuck, and I'm gonna miss him. I'm gonna uh, miss the shit out of him. He was like a brother to me. Absolutely. Uh, you know, he always kept me in check. No matter how much I grew and got more confident in myself, he was always there every few months to call me a little bitch and keep me in my place. Yep. Uh, but yeah, it just it kills me. Um, and we're not done grieving, you know, I'm sure. We're, no, we can talk sucks. about it right now. Oh, by the way, it's a good time, as any, to mention. I'll fall apart. We'll, uh, we're, we're probably not going to do an episode next week because right. we are going to attend the service, which is in Kentucky. And it's just the timing's really bad. It's pretty much at the beginning of uh, next week. And it's just going to be a rough one, you guys. So uh, we'll probably be back in two weeks. Go ahead and write in with your favorite 200 episode memories. Uh, thanks for listening. And I, I had some friends, or some fans, I guess, listeners, Reach out after my post and say that, whatever, you know, thanks for even putting an episode out this week. Mm-hmm. Sorry to hear about your friend. A lot of that. Uh, this was one of those, I think. Yo, Ak, I just wanted to tell you, uh, head up on your, uh, your homeboy dying. I lost okay, one of pause. my friends two years ago. My homeboy, too. I just didn't make a <laughs> post. So Sorry I don't live on social media <laughs> so like this everybody fucking bearded just homo. <laughs> uh, it's my dude. 
I lost one of my best friends two years ago, and it still fucking hurts hella bad. But, you know, you just got to be proud that they put you in a place where you are today, and you had them as a friend. So, uh, head up. Right. Both of you guys are faggots. That's something I was talking about Whoa. with uh, another friend of mine. You when we were talking about line, it. Bro. Way out of line. Way, <laughs> Way out of line. line. <laughs> That's something I was talking about with somebody else um, about how, like, you know, I, I don't like putting my grief out there, and it was really hard for me. I just kind of, like, I gave up. Yeah. And saying, like, you know, they told me, take your time. You could post it whenever. It's, it's not, or, or not post it, or whatever. Yeah, it doesn't uh, mean anything, really. It's and just me saying, like, yeah, like, my, my personal grief for my business isn't their business. And one nice thing they said is, like, look, it, it, if, it, if at the very least, the, anyone who's a, who loves you should appreciate someone who you cared for and for you to express that. Like, hey, you might you don't know this guy, but if you love me, I wouldn't be me without this guy. I wouldn't be the me who oh, you love. Yeah, man. This is like just one of our, you know, probably the closest friend of our of our friend circle who has just been gone too soon. And, you and, know, and even though we knew there were issues and, you know, concerns, it's like just didn't see that fucking coming it's, at the time. It's a day that we'd been dreading for years. Yeah, really. And I've told him as much. And even you know though I mean? we've been dreading this day for years, it's like I still can't fucking believe it actually came. Yeah, me neither. So I've I've been doing a decent job of keeping it together after the first couple of days, and uh, but I just know that's all out the window when we when we go do what we got to do. I'll um, fucking go home and see his picture on my fridge and start crying. Yeah, this is it's gonna uh, happen today. Oh, what a downer, you guys! Thank you for that fan, uh, and we can still we're we're gonna we're not straying too far. Uh, let's highly recommend something real quick. Highly recommended. Some kind of love, or oh, else some kind of hate. Blue maggots in the eye alone won't copulate. And in the This week's highly recommended. We turned up. Hear the cats cry. Little tortured babies in pain. Crack necks and severed limbs. They won't hesitate. This one's for Keith. Man. It might not be the most obscure album of all time, but it's the Misfits. Static mm. Age. I think it was the collective favorite band of all the Chaos Punks. Yeah, we bonded the fuck over Misfits, <laughs> Keith and I. Yeah, the music will do it too. Like seeing you pick this, and like yeah, the, the you know, he, Keith before he turned into a full blown wigger. Uh, <laughs> when Keith was, Keith was like the most. He went. He did such a fucking. I like left to remember turn from like the punk rock the boy. mohawk oi boy with the platform shoes and the crazy creepers. Check, checkerboard creepers. checkerboard and the loopy hot topic looking fucking flamingo belts. pants that bent your knees back oh, the other way the, they were so tight yeah it's just like yeah penguin leather jacket looking shit with just torn just a super dying, I love punk rock dying our hair a new color every it's week like, it's like I blinked and he was wearing like triple XL white tees 
and jeans on around his knee talking about, yo, you got jokes, homeboy. I'm like, what happened to you? Praying to God he yo, can't hear you. Looking in the rear view. Did I let you borrow my Tupac's <laughs> greatest hits collection, one and two? <laughs> Where did this come from? And I had that, by the way. I didn't have any Tupac albums. I just had the greatest hits because I'm white. Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking loser. I'm I'm really uh, remembering the Oi Boy, Keith, because it's also the one that I have documented the most. We didn't grow up with cell phones. We didn't take a lot of pictures. But yeah, we have like yearbook photos together. We have I have more photos and like literal you know physical photography prints. Kodak. Yep. Disposable prints a lot from when that. Jerry Only from the Misfits came to my house. And signed autographs for my friends, who my friends were Keith and Ryan. Here's how good of a friend Keith was. I wanted to go to that at Seth's house. <laughs> and Keith and Ryan got to go. But you know what? In hindsight... Look, Term and Ack weren't best friends always. I mean, right, like you said, th- phases. We've, I mean, we've been friends our whole lives. Right. But we weren't best friends yeah, middle school, until our 20s. I was still fronting like, nah, dude, he's young and gay. You were, you were best friends with Zach. I'm just kidding. I always loved you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we were three years apart. <laughs> uh... But yeah, I have uh, the the pictures from when Jerry Only came over. We went and saw the Misfits a bunch of times. Fucking the uh, no, this this doesn't make me like. I almost got emotional driving yesterday because I had like uh, I was listening to the Budos band, and then it just shuffled in the Charles Bradley changes, you know, and then it's like just lost an emotional the best tone. friend. Ahead. And I'm just sitting yeah. there like, don't do it, you motherfucker. Don't do it. <laughs> I am going through changes, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watched uh, some new skate video a few days ago with my roommate. And it was like, it's an awesome video. Uh, the Warble video on Thrasher's YouTube. It's like a half hour long. Uh, I don't think I watched I've watched a bunch of shit recently. It's, Probably not uh, that one. I don't think I watched that one. Ah. Uh, Cobra Man is this band. Yeah, yeah. And they do the music for it. So it's like split. All the music is by Cobra Man, and then they go back to like a live performance of them in between I've clips. I've seen some of them with the Man Ramp but it's the, Thrasher uploads. Yeah, it's great. And the whole vibe is like the old school rock vibe of our skating with the fucking the, like the montages of crazy behavior and bails and everything. Uh, and it just like brought me back to watching skate videos with you guys and with Keith back in the day and... It was like, even that was making me emotional. Yeah. Well, um, I'm glad we have the memories we do have. It should There should have been more of them in the last 10 years where it's like, even, even Googling, like, how far away Louisville is, because we're going to drive there this weekend, is like, to for it to be five hours away, which, look, it's not convenient, but it's also like, you could wake up, leave after breakfast, get there for lunch. Yeah. And to not see... Not see. <laughs> to not see your friend for so long when it's like, they weren't that far. Like I didn't have a car for most of those years, and yada yada yada. There's ways, and it's just like, you know, that we are having the like, uh, the the future, like the, the the regret about like, oh, we could have done it the last ten years because now we can't the next. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm not telling anybody how to live their life, but uh, hey, sometimes a five hour drive is well, nice. Well, we are telling people, like you said, yeah, the, the don't fuck around. <laughs> Listen to me. If you got somebody out, if you got a friend who's struggling with anything, struggling with addiction or depression or anything, like you can reach out. You'll be happy that you did, if anything, God forbid, happens. You'll be happy that you did if, if nothing happens. You know what I mean? I hope a bunch of people do, and none of them are happy. They just get into fights <laughs> with old friends. We're like, well, fuck you anyways, then. I'm glad you didn't call for six years. But if the very least of it, if, if you know, at the very least... Of it. Re- it, it, <laughs> it results in somebody doing some, 
something for somebody that they might not have done, something that's a, a positive thing, then fuck it, bring it up. Um, but yeah. Anyway. It's just a shitty thing. You know what's not a shitty thing? The Misfits. The Misfits rule. And for anybody who, who's, you know, everybody knows who the Misfits are. The Crimson Ghost, their logo, the Skull Guy. Posers like to act like they know who. Famous as shit. Everybody's seen that logo. Yeah. Uh, but for anyone who's not like, who doesn't know the Misfits music and doesn't know where to jump in, first album, Static Age. That's where you jump in. Yeah, that was the first one I had there. If you ask me, it's the best music they put together. Yeah. Uh, it was before the whole like fucking full-fledged characters with face makeup and devil locks and everything. They were still yeah, kids. Yeah, they looked like normal guys. They were still kids when they made this. That photo. Um, I saw recently Danzig came out and was like, uh, he's, he's another <laughs> he's another one I'm of these gay. dudes I'm, I'm gay. who fucks other dudes. <laughs> no, who came out against cancel culture and because he's from the boomer generation no one from the youth of today had any time for it and was like, shut the fuck up, old man. You had it better than me because the country's debt was smaller when you were my age or something like that. Uh, what he said was that, the, I think basically paraphrasing, he said that the Misfits would never be able to come out today with the music that they had played, the music that they put out, the lyrics most importantly. Yeah. Uh, and I did see it was funny. Somebody responded. This was like what I saw shared the most was someone that responded to his tweet. Uh, Lil Nas X just twerked on the devil's lap, Glenn, or something. Which was like, yeah, it was a ha-ha tweet. But in all reality, that ain't shit compared to the things that the Misfits said on their on their albums. Right. This album alone. I, I think I've always used that when we talk about like the, which I think is still sort of an inevitable conversation to come back around of like people are all mad about what comedians and broadcasters say. It's like once they start digging back into rap lyrics or music lyrics in general, nobody's safe. And then, yeah, you get to the misfits talking about raping a baby today. And it's like, huh, that one didn't age well. But you know what it did? This song kicks ass. You know what? It aged great. <laughs> <laughs> He killed a baby, and it doesn't matter much to him as long as the baby is dead. Now, wait a minute. I've heard a lot of things in my day. Wait, he's got something to say. Way out, way out of line, way out. He fucking raped your mom today. Oh! And he doesn't give a shit so long as she's spread. This fucking guy. Sweet, lovely dead, I am waiting for your breath. One sweet dead, one last glory. How about fucking Teenagers from Mars, where he talks about fucking teenagers from Earth? <laughs> we land in barren fields on the Arizona plains. The insemination of little girls in the middle of wet dreams. You know what hurts the most is the, the lack of respect. Something tells me that, uh, like, a lot of the soy boys that walk around with Misfits patches on their jean jackets and shit. You need to drop that S, bro. Uh, that if the Misfits were a new band that came out today, they'd be like, somebody should look into this guy. His lyrics are problematic. He's talking about having sex with little girls. You know what the fucking they chant in this song? Right here. Fuck Trey Young. <laughs> Fuck Trey Young. If you 
in human reproduction, we're here for what we want. We want, we need it, we'll take it. He's talking about taking pussy. <laughs> he's not asking. We he's want, telling. We need it, we'll take it. He's screaming it. <laughs> Rape! Jews will not replace us, yeah. <laughs> Jews will not replace us, oh yeah, yeah. Where is my tiki torch fluid boy? <laughs> <laughs> Teenage from Mars, one of my favorite tracks. Uh, TV Casualty, one of my favorite tracks. Angel Fuck, probably my favorite song by the Misfits. Wait, are you going to imply that this man fucked an angel? Keith implied that you're fucking an angel. Oh, that is all. He just said that is all, period. It's like he knew. It's like, hey, your girlfriend's hot. That's it. You're ugly. She's hot. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yep. Little angel in red. This ain't nothing new anymore. What I love about the Misfits, and this song exemplifies it perfectly, they were just a doo-wop band. With distorted guitar and lyrics about death. They were just a confused band of pedophilic angel fuckers. If you take this song and take the distortion out of it and you just kind of nicely sing the lyrics, it's fucking Frankie Valley. Yeah. That's how I always felt about uh, you know Saturday Night. It's just, it just sounds like right. not punk. It sounds like awesome, like, yeah, like doo-wop era. But the lyrics are like about a, like killing a, people. Yeah. Kicks ass. They were a an amalgam of loving doo-wop music and like classic like old fucking barbershop rock music uh, and loving horror movies. Yeah, and I can relate. Scary death, and they Man. blended the two into the greatest punk band of all time. That's like, that's like what I want to do with my night after you leave is like watch a horror movie. But it's like, what the fuck, you know? There's nothing. I'm gonna just watch the NBA playoffs. That's it. I can't make it through fucking anything anymore, you guys. Um, always wanted somebody to sample this for a beat. Nate Kiz, I'm looking at you. Comeback by the Misfits. Hey, we have a song called that that everyone hated. Remember <laughs> that? <laughs> what a crazy year last year was. <laughs> so many things. I mean, they got a song called Bullet about President Kennedy. <laughs> Wait, what happened to him? Getting shot in his <laughs> dome. Which builds up to him saying, suck Jackie, suck. He's, he's suggesting that the first lady suck on the president's dead cock to bring him back to life. You fellas have a lot of growing up to do, I'll tell you that. And these little fucking Gen Z queefs are like, Lil Nas X twerked on the devil. Ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. Not even the same fucking ballpark. It's not even the same sport. <coughs> let's uh, let's do some fan questions. Go listen to the Misfits, you motherfuckers. You pieces of shit. Yo, P-Squares, what up? So I'm a couple weeks behind on the podcast right now, but I wanted to talk about the, uh, the whole stealing of the deodorant and all that shit. Here we now go. Here we go. It. Said Don't I let gonna, it die. Said I wasn't gonna drink whiskey. And, uh, let's let's you know top daddy off. You know I can't do wine or not. You know what I mean? I can't do wine or Oh hey, where's that weed that's mine that you had? Oh, thanks for reminding. Me. <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking Ed from Chicago with the hook. In the meantime, let's. Uh, do, 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 
Let's give you one of these to smoke on. Put this in your pipe and smoke it. You dirty fuck. Uh, what was I saying about um, something? Oh, the deodorant thing, right? Here we go. Here we go. Man, my butthole is on fire. Stealing whatever, big or small, if it's going to help you out, fucking steal that shit. Who cares? Who cares about the business or whatever? If you can get away it's with it. Big or small, like a washing machine might help. You think I could fit it under my hoodie? <laughs> Look, if you can get that thing on a dolly and push it out of the store without anyone fucking <coughs> acting I did, yeah, up. I just had to point out a big or small. Doesn't matter if you need a new smart refrigerator. Just steal that shit I if it like helps. I have to reiterate every time this topic gets brought up, I only steal from like corporations. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Well, would you consider Ross Dress for Less a corporation? Yes, but their prices are so killer that I'm <laughs> proud to pay it, Ross. Hmm, I don't know. Something that maybe doesn't check out about this theory. No, they also have a guy standing at the door who, like, uh, at least for COVID, the whole time they've had a guy whose whole job is to stand at the door and then he flips like a fucking, like a, one of them old scorekeeper number things. Because they can only have so many people in the store at a time. So then when someone leaves, he flips it the other way. And then when someone come one's in, come one's in. Somebody, <laughs> someone comes in, he flips it that Some way. Some come one's on. <laughs> what a dumb thing, though. It's like, what a does-nothing thing, you know? Yeah. At no point. Fuck. Come on. At no the first one was all me, though. That was a funny fart. Now I'm talking into the <coughs> fart. So, fart all over the mic. Uh, let's take this shot and let this man speak about uh, deodorant. Hot take. Do it. Now, I personally, I don't really do that Cheers. anymore because I have, like, priors and shit, and I can get in a lot of trouble. But if you got a clean record, you can do it. Term. Keep stealing that shit. Act. You're a dumbass for taking the shit out of your pocket and paying for it. I'm not proud of it. But uh, I will say one time I got... I tried to get $40 cash back from a store one time, and I didn't realize it until I got home, but, like, one of the corners on one of the 20s was, like, folded perfectly so that, like, another 20 bill was folded in perfectly nice. with it, and it looked like it was one $20 bill. It did not look like two. So when I got home, I realized I had $60 instead of 40 and I'd, I've never worked in, like, retail or, like, at a cash register or anything like that, but I was pretty sure... That the lady who was also she was super nice. She was like being really nice to me. I believe um, if your register comes up short, that's on you, and that comes out of your check. But if it's a self checkout, which term alleges exactly. is the only place he steals, which exactly. is a lie, which isn't true, but he says it. Sometimes I have like a <laughs> a triangle. Yeah, sometimes of, I steal wherever some, I am. Sometimes at I all have times. A, a slice of brie in my pocket while I pay. At is the that lady. a slice of brie? But in your that's pocket, not. Or but that's just... not money coming out of her register. You know, Ugh, whatever. I pay everything she scans. I was pretty sure she was gonna have to like count or her he. register. I'm inclusive. Later, and I didn't know if the manager was gonna be involved or if she would get in trouble. So I actually did drive back to the store like an hour or two later, and I gave her the twenty dollars back, and I, I told her to pay. You know, there was this folded bill. It looked like one, but it was two, and I gave it back, and she was like super, super stoked on it, and you know, it was like was profusely thanking me. So it was, it kind of made me Which feel means good about myself. it was like, going to come out of her. Very good man. Good back. man. No, great man. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and returned anything. But anyways, love you guys. Keep up the podcast. And uh, yeah, I'm a fucking idiot. Bye. Oh. A fucking idiot, but a good dude. 
Good yeah, on you, bro. A good Samaritan man. Um, so yeah, that wasn't too disparaging. Yeah, I was hoping he was going to shit on that guy more that that fucking called me out. Uh, Note to, uh, to everyone future who's going to call about that subject. Please also just shit on that guy a little bit. <laughs> For me, <laughs> the first guy who called me out. It's been a while since you had an ass man on this show. <laughs> it's been a while, and I'm sorry. <laughs> Yo, hey, just want to let you know. After I left the last message, I went to a bar, watched a shitty Van Halen cover band. Came back to my car How shitty smashed. can a Van Halen cover band be, though? I mean, mm. you're hearing Van Halen. I think this guy's going to answer your question. You don't want to pull up that fucking David Lee Roth video from last <laughs> year? It can't be shittier than actual David Lee Roth shows. <laughs> yeah, he goes Oh, on. my God. And now, um, <laughs> after the... <laughs> Where are you going with after this? After I'm paying for that, they only took a Mexican blanket and my Beach Boys... Uh, my Beach Boys document or discography. <laughs> I think but you're I hope they enjoy that. But they ignored my passport and the stolen Rolex in my uh, glove department. What is someone breaking his car? Anyway, anyway, they say glove department. <laughs> like where you go at the store to purchase your gloves. <laughs> <laughs> I think he said glove department. Roadmaps. <laughs> it's called a glove box. You, you, you we got a fin- our friend. I uh, think he was joking. There's no way, right? He was like laughing through his own line about the Beach Boys Kevin, discography. Our friend Kevin is in my phone <laughs> as glove box. I'll prove it to you. Hold on, let me one more time. Boys document or discography. So I hope they enjoy that. But they ignored my passport and the stolen Rolex in my uh, glove department. Jerry's still out. It could have been <laughs> compartment. It Let's could play one more time. Like sometimes the phone and this Google Voice line goes all blowy. So I hope they enjoy that. But they ignored my passport and the stolen Rolex in my uh, glove department. He said department, dude. dude. That's a department. He went 100%. Like, the first time I heard department clear as day. Second time, compartment. I was like, am I wrong? Third time, time best two out of three, all right? Compartment. Yeah, that was department all day. (laughs) Um, What was he talking about? Oh, okay, right. Got it. I think all of that was just a ploy to remind everybody that you keep your passport in your glove department. (laughs) <laughs> I have my passport in my glove department Yeah, too. no cap Is that What's why you up? said it? Because I think I said that when I, I talked about I think car. that whole thing was First of all, I don't know uh, what was going on in that last voicemail But that guy, as long as he does a remix of the ass man Somebody broke into my car <laughs> Intro So I think he was just relating on that issue Yeah, I think he was joking that uh, You know, he, he said he had a Mexican blanket and a Beach Boys That's discography worse than a but sack I could, of Jawea. I don't know, it a sounds whole, like a real thing he might have had whole Beach Boys discography? That's like eight albums <laughs> That's like 13 or 15 albums. Beach uh, Boy's been around forever. Here's another somebody. And that that little pocket from like 67 to 75, those are the best. The best albums. Surf's Up. So what Term is saying Wild is t- Honey. to him, that is more valuable Friends? than a stolen Rolex. He would well, rather have the Beach than, uh, Boy's CDs. I was more so t- talking about what I lost, which was a few Sacagawea coins. And um, what else did they take? A pair of sunglasses? Fuck it. Have them. Hey, what's up, homos? Yo, act, you know, I'm just thinking, man, about this, like, customer service issue that you keep having. And, like, I totally get it because 
I encounter it a lot also. I think a lot of people do. And I have a theory, so maybe you guys can fucking elaborate on it a little bit. But basically, I think that our society, if not consciously, at least subconsciously, has bred the majority of people to not give a fuck about their jobs at all. And so they do them shitty out of spite because they hate their shitty jobs that they went and got. We're going to make them eat our shit, then shit out our shit, and then eat their shit that's made up of our shit that we made them eat. I don't know, he sounded like that guy. And their jobs that they resent because their jobs... Do them shitty out of spite because they hate their shitty jobs that they went and got. (laughs) But they feel like for some reason it was forced upon them and they're stuck doing it and they fucking hate it. So, I don't know. Maybe that's something. Talk about it. I mean that's a fine yeah. thought, but like that doesn't justify the fact. Like that's that's a wrong way. We should like if that is what's happening, that's that sucks. And there's always been people who suck at their job. There's yeah, still it's are. not just that. But now it's like there I is mean, there is some sort of like dummy. Like there's like a stupidity pandemic. There's not it's sweeping not just the, the working like, class nation. Suddenly there's a new generation of people who just think their jobs are shitty. Everybody has thought their jobs were shitty throughout time. Yeah. It has more to do with the generation possibly being entitled and thinking. I shouldn't have an entry level job. I should immediately be a CEO. Yeah. Because the CEO's there. He's got it good. Why don't I have it good? You know what I mean? Yeah. And and perhaps that is a result in part from that generation being generation convenience. I who's was gotten just, uh, everything at the touch of a button. And and usually, for the most part, been able to satisfy their every urge and craving pretty immediately. Remember in that uh, Bo Burnham's movie Eighth Grade? Loved it. It was a good Watched movie. Watched it recently. But Gucci. It's, and it's a, it speaks to like a bigger uh, thing that goes on. I think about like like trends and following trends and basically fronting instead of that being like like anything that trends and like oh I guess that's ev- what everyone's mad about today. But it's not. It's not. It's some like perpetuated. It's it's fake. Nothing really fucking happened. It's a big flavor of the week thing. But it's like this this girl just trying to navigate and. and I didn't even have, like, first of all, I didn't have an iPhone until I was in college or out of college. It was like, I was in my late teens or early 20s, I think, before I had a smartphone. I had a cell phone. Mm-hmm. But it's like people, like, kids now are not going to have memories without iPads in the memories. True. You know what I mean? Like, so, and that is doing something. But it's like in that movie, remember, it's like she feels like she has to, she's, what's up, world? Hey, Gucci. And she's all confident. Meanwhile, she's the most insecure little girl trying to navigate right, a real life with real people. We've talked about that before, how Generation Z. But she's Z, talking on her videos. She talks about it's how, like, a paradox. Of you're the most confident generation ever, but you have high anxiety and no self esteem. She just like puts out little like two views, but she she has to because everyone else is doing it, and she thinks like that's what she she doesn't keep a diary. She does that, and what she's putting in it is false. It's her going like you know uh, she's, she's giving she says she like here's what I learned about that confidence. She take. You, you it's you can't be brave without being scared, so it's okay to feel insecure. But like like she figured it out, and then it cuts to her not recording and like her trying to meet a boy and talk to them or mm-hmm. talk to her dad over dinner, and she just wants to put her earbuds in and stuff. I clearly watched a little scene of this last night, but it was just like I liked uh, it a lot. I watched it a few weeks ago. I was just thinking again. how like how like real that is, how real that is, and like there is an entire generation. It's a very real movie. It's very well done. And, and like in the last five years specifically, but it's like a lot of like I don't know a bunch of stirring up shit that's really not a big deal into big deals like even whatever the flavor of the week and all sorts of like gender pronoun issues and trans bathroom all of that stuff though but the thing is it's what somebody once called the cause du jour 
Sure. Is it seems like nowadays there's a new cause every day that's the, that is the new trend. But the way that even algorithms and stuff, but the way like something that really does affect a small part of communities or like a small thing that someone like nobody's mad about it, but it gets taken and they just run with it. I'm like, did you see what people on Twitter said today? And then like we everybody starts on their show talking about, did you see the thing? And now it has this giant mouthpiece that it was never there and it's so much is changing it's a fast changing world but you can't help but think but it's like did really all of civilization until 6 years ago would that was wrong or did something happen in the last decade that is making people just think differently just think differently about think differently, everything it's apple's slogan from when we were kids oh my god <laughs> i finally cracked the code <laughs> No, but, yeah, but uh, really, it, there's something to that. It's like, was all of humanity thinking like that? It was, and I'm not saying there wasn't like you know hatred and hate crimes, stuff based on race and gender and all that. Well, there like, always there, was. It there, was always worse. Exactly, and it, and it's just kind of like uh, the way people run with the yeah, the cause du jour, the thing that we're upset about today. And then you find, like I saw over the weekend, people are allegedly people are mad because Kamala Harris said, "Enjoy the long weekend." She about Memorial Day, right? Again, and then a bunch of people who aren't mad at all. She about posted it. a tweet that was a pic, a flattering picture of her, like waving to people. Yeah, that said, "Enjoy the long weekend." Instead of acknowledging the fact that the weekend is long because Memorial Day is Monday, right? And Memorial Day honors. And do you think there was a subconscious ploy for her services. to try and aggravate people and offend people who have veterans in their family, or was she just there was no ill intent? No ill intent, not meant to do anything. Now people are like, I saw people like I know I posting, like Republican-leaning friends posting like, I'm enjoying my quote long weekend with like middle finger emojis. Right. And I was just like, and I, it was photos of them enjoying their people weekend. People like the excuse to have a, a, <laughs> one more reason to dislike the person they already disliked. Uh, but, but can't I you just also, see right off the bat that this is not a real problem? This is no. I think no matter how you feel about Memorial Day or uh, the the fact you get a holiday. I think someone said it was tone deaf. I don't disagree with that description of it. And something that was tone deaf shouldn't ruin your entire day, right? The, weekend, like the long vitriol weekend, over week, this, life. over this innocent gesture. Basically, like have a nice day. Have a nice day. What the fuck did you just like? That's what it seems like. Look, it's a little tone deaf to not mention the holiday, but it's also saying, hello, have a nice day. People can find a way to claim victimhood immediately. I didn't like the fact that it was a picture of her. That's like, it was a little right. narcissistic. I'm like, and, what does this picture you have to do with the fact Back that to the movie it's Memorial grade. Day on Monday? She's just going scrolling, taking pictures of her throwing up peace signs at her yeah, phone and scrolling through hundreds of them. Adults do it too. A lot Everybody's of, a fucking idiot now. When a lot of politicians fuck up on social media today, you have to assume in a number of cases that it's just the fault of like listening to their fucking the, the you know the people in the I back like, hey, the you, you got to do this you got to make a post about this today you got to do one of these you know they're just you like you never did one of these i mean wait, wait, one of these <laughs> <laughs> wrong thing you're just checking boxes to maintain your like social media relevancy Right. And at some point, doing that and like clapping back constantly, I've said, it's gonna fucking, it's, it's gonna come back and hit you in the face. I said like, I just saw a AOC buddy. I also is, saw a buddy. I like posting pictures of him like grilling and playing golf, and it was like, I'm enjoying my long week. Like bitch. it was sarcastic. Like I said, and he was enjoying love his long an excuse weekend. to dislike <laughs> the person bitch. they dislike for one more reason. But like I said before, AOC, uh, she's most known to a lot of people for just like saying stupid shit. And a lot of the stupid shit she says, it's the result of 
this, uh, I have an expectancy to clap back at anything that goes against my beliefs on social media. If there isn't this fucking quota to fucking clap back at everything, then you're not going to constantly be putting your foot in your mouth. People, politicians, like, not that long ago, like two presidencies ago, you would forget that the president was the president for like a week and a half, and then they'd make a speech, and you'd be like, oh yeah, this fucking guy. And now yeah. it's like every fucking day. Remember that guy you don't like? Remember that guy you don't like? Remember that guy you don't and like? You can't even avoid it. You so try. Of course, that's shaping people's new like psyche. But it I, has it, to. It just that's and that generation is like that's a generation. Just uh, the fact alone that like there's a generation of kids who, as you said, they haven't known life without this object, and this object is like. Uh, anytime you want to know anything I say my grandpa hates it he calls it my little computer he hates when like he can't remember the actor that was in this movie and then I pull out my thing and he's like oh he's gonna look up on his little computer and he's saying that like well, he doesn't I, have I, a brain for himself I gotta be honest sometimes I like to like just use my brain too T- like, totally I get it like, no, no, don't tell but me, this don't is tell a whole me. generation who they don't even probably realize that they've never had to fucking know anything Yeah, and they've known everything <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but ask them what their best friend's phone number is from memory. You know, not looking up the word Stephanie in your phone. I can I can say yours right now, but you don't want me to. Please don't. <laughs> but like my, I, my phone number growing up as a kid was eight four seven three nine eight six zero three three. That was my home phone number. I still know it. I was just you know having a conversation the other day about this. Like I knew I still know like all of my friends' childhood landline. You know, I know what your I mean? number. And, but I don't know, I know your Kyle number Page's, right now. I know Kyle Page's phone number. Yeah. We're all getting dumber. I'm a shitty point. friend and I haven't dialed in We're years. all shitty friends and we're all getting dumber is the point of all of this. <laughs> uh, the Radcliffs, 847-537-4140. <laughs> you know I'm right, too. 365-4595, uh, Eric's house. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> we're only saying the ones that, we, that like... They don't, don't live there anymore. Yeah, anymore. Give them a You're call. Who gives a shit? Um, well, I had some more, but I feel like maybe we just punch. Should we go like a little extra long because we're not doing one, or are you done with this shit? We could do one more. Oh, we'll do boy. two more. Let's do, do two more. more. We'll we're going fucking all night. You and your girlfriend are not seeing a movie. Not seeing. We were going to see a movie about Nazis, actually. Really? That, that? that was the 730 one, but we already decided it's, it's like a downer. We're not, let's not go see that. Dude, I'll watch it. Just tell her to come over here. The Let's final watch basketball. I think it's called the final account, and it's um, it actually sounds really interesting to me because I like uh, Holocaust stuff. I don't know why. I don't like like is he a weird it. word. That's weird. <laughs> I, I'm captivated by. Is that better? Capt- no. <laughs> I'm um, obsessed with it. <laughs> it's about. <laughs> I have memorabilia hidden under my bed. It's years in it. the making, and it's a bunch of interviews with like the last surviving members of the generation who were like Hitler Youth and SS officers and people that participated, not victims, perpetrators of the Holocaust. Like interviews with them and how they've like. Uh, I guess coped with the fact that they're a monster <laughs> over their life. There was a movie, or a documentary years ago called Hitler's Children. I think is what it was called, and it's about all. It's interviews with a bunch of the children of like the top brass of the Third Reich, and some of them are like they've changed their names, they've denounced their parents or Wise whoever. Move. Yeah, yeah. And I some of them that. are like kind of stick to their guns and are like it wasn't that bad what yeah. my parents did. Uh, I remember one of them saying that like. Their father ran one of the camps, and they lived in a house right next to the camp, and they didn't know as a child, and that one day it was like raining black rain, or black snow. It was snowing black snow, 
Uh, and it, what it was was ash from bodies that were being burned. I put two and two together on that <laughs> one. And she said that the ash fell all over. They grew strawberries in their garden. And that she picked a strawberry and wiped the black snow off and ate it. And that to this day, it like... It, she can't eat strawberries. It fucks with her. I don't know if she can't eat strawberries. Strawberries are great. But it fucks with her. It makes her sick. <laughs> I love how I didn't even take it that much farther. And you're like, no, she still eats them all the time. But it's like, there kind of is a little human taste on it. If you just dip them in sugar. It's like, no, I would think better. that fucks up strawberries for life. Sugar coated No, no, she loves them. She puts them in a cereal in the morning. Anyway. Big, big fan. <laughs> we were going to go see a documentary in that vein. But we've, we'll probably end up seeing fucking dumbass All quiet right. plays too. Let's uh, let's do some voicemail. My point is, play Whoa. another voicemail. Oh, well, I was about to. Jeez. Uh, let's listen to another voicemail. Yo, um, so I like to preface this by saying, like, I, I fucking love you guys. Uh-oh. But I will say, um, as a uh, listener of the podcast, you guys fucking suck at taking uh, voicemails. Because we could have ended. My my lip is bleeding at this point in yours, so keep going. We could have wrapped it up and should have, but so far he's not wrong. We suck. We should have not done one more. Is he talking about this that we pause them and we talk and for five minutes and then we play more? Let's see. Not only do you talk over the entire thing, (laughs) I guess. I guess yes. At least we don't fucking cough into the phone, asshole. Dude, you do that so often. <laughs> what, because it's a mic and not a phone? Every week you're like... <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's a microphone. <coughs> Whoa. Um. <laughs> I didn't even line that up. This guy's got COVID. Term. <coughs> um, I was doing it like, like See, a nudge. You know what? He's not wrong. First like of an all, audible nudge. We didn't even let it play long enough for us to get the joke. So maybe let's... Yeah, uh, it was a weak <laughs> joke. Over shit and then have like a fucking... 20 minute conversation uh, well, obviously it's hyperbole but not, not always far off, and then jump back into it and then be that? completely lost as the, and then act like the you know the person's like you don't understand what they're talking about I'm just saying if you're going to have a podcast and have people call into it you might want to just let have you heard these fucking callers when we just let them go and don't try to make a joke halfway? Yeah, part sometimes way Goober is it's like, you fucking ramble on and on and on, and it's like six minutes long. This is the People TPS reports. Yeah. We're trying to simulate, create a simulation of a hang with us. So it's almost like they get to say their first part, yeah, and I'll be like, want- oh, that's interesting. I'm, now I say my part. And then we're basically chatting. Like now, you're lucky. You're lucky you're talking to me, and you're lucky you're talking to my friend Term K. You should be kissing my hairy fucking <laughs> beanbag, man. All right, let's hear him out. The call ride and then comment on it. Because I notice a lot of times you guys will sit there, you'll pause the, in the middle of the person's uh, call, you'll pause it okay. and be like, oh, well, what about this, this, and this? And then they'll address it like as you're talking over. I think we did that in this one. Voicemail. This um, very call. You know, just a constructive criticism wasn't that constructive um which i'm sure you're probably not going to take lightly and i'm sure you <laughs> probably just paused it to be sarcastic uh right now haha uh-huh, you were wrong I'm sure <laughs> other than that haha uh-huh, i'm still being a prick uh, about it term <laughs> shave your mustache and oh i did up. you're not right about everything listen to this guy um what an apropos caller ladies and gentlemen i have had no I, mustache. For, hold on shut up i'd like to apologize to that i paused before he was done Okay. But I felt like he mentioned you shaving your mustache, and you actually did that. So this would be an actual great time for us to pause the voicemail. 
and, and you know, address that part before he moves on. Because look at your clean-shaven, baby face self looking real nice, real hot. Uh, yeah, he actually did. Yeah, my girl hates the... Look at the timing. I think um, up to this weekend when I shaved, it's like the most hair I've had on my face ever. It was a very bushly. Did, weren't we at like I went a like bowling alley? Didn't somebody t- say they liked your stash when we were out the other night? Well, the other night... Like you were getting compliments on it. I think when we went out the other night, yeah. I had shaved for a couple of days. I shaved the chin and the neck. The so was it was bush. just prominent stash, yeah. which it was a good stash. And I even trimmed this one. It was still strong. Um, but he weirded me out. Weirded me out. It was a weird night. Our buddy pulled his penis out. <laughs> whole thing. <laughs> you know who you are. And most people know who you are. <laughs> you did that. That's crazy. I was thinking more and more. I thought about it a lot this week. I knew he was drunk. And he kind of like I didn't realize he, he was pulling voicemail. your cock out on the bowling lane. He left a voicemail the next day, but like, and it was all like, "Dude, I'm sorry." And like, <laughs> it was like serious. And I was listening to it laughing because as much shit as I gave him, it's like you don't need to fucking leave a sad voicemail. Yeah, you don't need to pull your cock out on the bowling alley floor. It's sad and you don't enough need to... that you pulled your cock out, bro. And he's like, right. <laughs> and I couldn't help but think more and more as days went on. Like it was a fucking confusing but brilliant movie where days later I'm just like, what the hell was that part about? <laughs> it's like we've for the past year He's got tenant cock. For the past just year just don't understand it when it, it when goes, you're looking at it. Slurps backwards into his body. <laughs> it's concave. For the last year we've been overcompensating, getting fucked up. At each other's houses, watching fights and getting debaucherous and crazy. And some of them we've had like fucking arguments and yelling and fucking wrestling on the floor. Rhinos and shit. Never has your penis come out, bro. (laughs) Yeah. And I said, it's like, I know we're all eager to get back out there and rage in public. It's back open, but... But keep it in your pants. Slow down, bro. (laughs) Slow down. So we were out at a bowling alley and our buddy was getting a little carried away, buying shots after shots hitting on the bartender. It's ridiculous. And he's so ridiculous. Yeah, emphasis. emphasis. <laughs> and at one point, late at the... We're like, we're done with our last game. I didn't even see this. I was putting... I was returning my shoes. You were returning shoes. your shoes. Yep. And I fucking... He's just dancing around like he does. And out of the peripheral of my eyes, I can... I didn't even look at it. His dumb cock. <laughs> <laughs> out, of, out of my peripherals, I'm like... <sighs> Oh my God, his fucking dick is out. So let me like <laughs> set the scene a little bit more. This alley is packed. It's a Friday night at a at a fucking local, yeah. We had like, to wait like forty minutes alley. to get a lane. And this is like this is a, a premier bowling alley in Chicago. It's where we met Svenguli, bro. This is where Sven, This is where Svenguli hangs they out. They serve beer and fucking <laughs> eight ball bongs. those things are radical big goofy cylinders uh, it's the premier establishment now because of covid every lane just has some we were talking about this how dumb it is just like some swinging plastic window it it only goes like it's just for the length of like the table at your lane it's just like like a sheet of plastic like like drawn up on strings between each lane separating me from the bowler next to me except for when we both walk to the lane with our ball <laughs> then we're right next to each other what is the purpose of this dumb plastic window anyway uh but that's all there is and it's like everyone every lane has people in it like a group of people and the one next to us uh no racial it's like a bunch of like fucking big black dudes with their girlfriends 
I mean, no matter what to you me, look like, you probably don't want to see our To me, cock if out. fucking a bunch of big black dudes with their girlfriends see your dumb dick hanging out. Now we have, well, now it's a It's thing. a bit more of a problem than if a fucking, like, a wafy Chad type was next what to you. What you're saying is we couldn't take him. <laughs> Not Chad, our friend, just like Chad, like fucking jocks, you know what I mean? It would have helped if we had some black friends, too, but, you know. Uh, it would have helped if our friend was black and I think his dick was like really big and hanging out, but it wasn't. It was a fucking dinky little dick, and I could see. What's it weird? P- it's like if you saw it, somebody had. It, it didn't matter if it was the lane. What if it was like wait, someone had to have seen, even if they didn't see the dick, like the gesture of that guy just pulled his cock out down there on lane six. Dude, it's twenty twenty one. That's a bad look. Yeah, I don't like that. Uh, I I couldn't believe that. I remember you were walking away from the lane so bummed out, told, just going like, "Dude, dude I put my mask back on. I put my mask back on. Yeah, you didn't when it be doesn't need to him. be. I've never wanted to wear a mask more in the past year. I was so embarrassed. Yeah, I'm not with him. I look at him dancing, and I see in my peripheral that his fucking dick is out, dude. And like an angry parent of a toddler who's like peeing in the wrong spot, I just like marched over and just still looking him in the face, I grabbed his waistband and yanked it up and was like, what the fuck is wrong Put with you? Put your goddamn cock Put away now. Put your goddamn now. cock away. Anyway, this kid's calling about something? Yeah, we. I mean, we went off on a tangent, so no one's going to remember that what he was talking about, that we <laughs> suck and paused the call. <laughs> no one would remember what happened three minutes ago. I'm sure. It's meta. This is meta. Not. <laughs> All right, let's let him finish. Oh, what? You're going back? I retained it. Which I'm sure you're probably not going to take lightly, and I'm sure you probably just paused it to be sarcastic uh, right now. I'm sure. Other than that... Uh, it wasn't to be term. sarcastic. It was to tell you about my friend's Shave your mustache penis. and shut the fuck up. You're not right about everything. Um, when act, did I say you're beautiful that? You're perfect. And you're my favorite fuck. person of the Palmer Square. Yes! So, yeah. Yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Okay. Fuck this guy. I'm well, ready this guy's spoken. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we played another all. one. He had, a, he had a rocky start, but in the end, it's like... We would be boys, we'd be bros, we'd probably chillax. If I can quote Jay-Z, <laughs> this guy can kiss my whole asshole. End quote. Oh, that was it. I mean, begin quote at yeah. uh, could kiss, because he goes, y'all could kiss my whole asshole. Yeah, I've got 99 problems, and this bitch ain't one. Uh, let's do one more. This one is entitled uh, UK Voicemail About Sucking Your Own Dick and Shoplifting. So... I'm intrigued. Let's go out with this one, you guys, and uh, we'll be back in two weeks. Yes, team. Yes, team. Yes, team. I'm um, calling from the UK. What are you saying, boys? Um, I'm to say right off the bat, yeah. I want a thicker accent when we get an international call. You know what I'm saying? But I do like that whatever this yes, team, yes, team, it's shit we don't say here. Must be soccer. It's not Yas Queen. I think he's saying yes, team, and that sounds like some UK overseas shit. I'll bet you it's like a soccer thing. So what he lacks in accent, he makes up for in cool new foreign slang. <laughs> All right, let's let him uh, continue. Look, we pause. He, he said yes, team, three times, and we had to pause. The guy's got a point. I'm his favorite. I'm beautiful. I kick ass. Look, you don't like the way I do things? <laughs> Fuck off, bro. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you. What was that? Fuck that. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay, what are you saying, boys? Boys. Um, yeah, I actually always think when I'm listening to these think. these voicemails that people are leaving you that like your fans must be fucking idiots. 
Funny. That's what I'm saying. The same thing. Oh my god! It's as if the last caller was wrong, and the UK <laughs> suck your own dick guy is it's right. As if I'm right about everything. <laughs> oh great! Let's uh, let's hear him out. And I come to record one, bro, and man just turns into a fucking idiot. Uh, and then you know I'm just recording the audio to email to you boys I can't even imagine what it'd be like if I was like belling the number and the voicemail's getting left so you know what uh, fucking give them a break bro because I was judging them too you know what I mean oh wait now they he's going in on us we're supposed to give people a break yeah when he flipped his shit Whoa. also accent got way better <laughs> sounds like Darren you're Tillman. giving me more accent but you're also giving us guff now and I don't appreciate it uh, he goes on they literally, it sounds like 90% of your fans are smackheads, but like, <laughs> I mean, maybe they are, bro. Maybe they are, but I, I get it now and you get me. Um, anyway, <laughs> sucking a dick is gay, bro. Whether it's your dick or not, man. Having a dick, like, like what about jacking, jacking off a, a dude dick? Off. I'm surprised it took a guy from another country or just this long to call in and be like, really? Like, it's gay. Talk about gay. Your dog's rubbing his face into my crotch. Yeah, we're gay. <laughs> this is our job. <laughs> it's uh, the, oh, the, the megaphone. megaphone. <laughs> <laughs> um, hold on, go back like two seconds because I think he's going to defend jacking a dick after having just said sucking a dick is gay. Mm, it's weird because the it's, difference it's, besides the the place on your body where the dick is being held. Yeah, I mean, look, I appreciate the counterpoint. Let's go. Um, anyway, sucking a dick is gay, bro. Whether it's your <laughs> dick or not, man. I mean, a dick like like jacking a dude off and sucking a dude's dick. Not, not a dude, yourself. Yourself. What is he about to not say? A dude. Are not even close? And sucking a dude's dick are not equally gay acts, you get me? Like, you know what I mean? If you were short of a tenner, bro, and one man's like, oh, you'll jack me off ten pound. Yeah, <laughs> and one man's like, suck me off ten pound. You know what you're doing, bro. You know, you know which one of those is the fucking... So you're saying to suck your friend off, you would ask for way more than 10 pounds. Because that's what I'm getting out of this. <laughs> no, like, what he's saying I'll is... I'll do both. Both things would be gay. If he needs 10 bucks and I say, jerk me off and I'll give you 10 bucks, he's doing it. How about just... How about I just hand the tenner from my right hand without, to my left hand? Can, I've paid me. Continue being without $10. Oh, yeah. And th no one's even paying anybody. It's your dick, bro. Hold on. It's too far. Yeah, couldn't get it. Tried to fart. My you bad. Press it up against the lips. Look, I'll get another one. I'm gassy. Um, but yeah, he's also talking about like if you're jerking a dude off, it's like it's not the same as if it's you. It's like I might have made out with my hand to practice on a girl first when I was all, in sixth grade. Yeah, I don't know. That's was first that of all. Gay? Second of all, <laughs> yes. Uh, jacking a guy off and sucking his dick are not that. There's not like that big of a gap between them in terms of like what's gayer. They're both gay. Look, gay is gay. Like if I were also as drunk Not as our buddy, anything wrong with if that. I were also as drunk as our buddy at the bowling alley, like there could be a scenario where maybe I even like slapped his cock as a joke. Slapping and, like, a cock is not jacking it off, right? But it's touching it, and, and you know that might even. We're be talking about to completion. Okay, uh, but yeah, let's let's hear him out. You know what you're doing, bro. You know you know which one of those is the fucking the preferable option. So you Why know do you what? have to choose one? Can't it be neither? Dick is gayer than jacking yourself off, bro. It just fucking is. And then back to the same thing, you know what I mean? You're not fucking enjoying that, bro. You're not having... You know what I mean? You're not... It's not the same as getting slobbed by your bird. Like, it's That's the main point. Bro. Slobbed by your bird. I That's like that. my main point against it. 
is it's not like the best part about a blowjob is when you can like put your hands behind your head. Yeah. If you do it to yourself, kinda, you suck all the enjoyment out of yeah, it. Yeah, kind of like lay back and stretch like, oh yeah. I said <clears throat> you suck all the <laughs> suck all the enjoyment out. <laughs> you don't want to be getting a blowjob while being like fucking like you're uh, like on the ground in jujitsu with your fucking head like at your knee and you're like. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a fucking enjoyable position to get anything yeah but I still think we're like we're talking about a couple different things here because he's like look sucking a dick is gayer than jerking it's like yes it is but it's like we're talking about yourself not just jerking a dick or a dude you know so and but it, so is masturbating gay at all would be, like by his logic I think he would say then yes because we're doing it the reverse we're saying well it's not gay to masturbate so then if I were sucking my own dick then that wouldn't be gay either because I'm both like finishing a dick off. You I know think, what I'm saying? Yeah, and I think if you could suck your own dick, uh, like if males, human males, were men des- designed yeah. <laughs> with that capability more inherent, that it wouldn't be as odd and you would just like do it the way you jack off. Like the way a fucking cat or a dog can lick their dick by just like lifting a leg and like, yeah. Archie, yeah. that's yeah. your cue, Bubba. Where are you? It's too far. You know, we, we Sam just, is getting slobbed by your bird. Slobbed like by your bird. Bro. It's different shit. So there you go. It is gayer to suck your own dick than it is to jack yourself off. Wait, there was never um, a question no, of I don't that. Know. See, you're putting the ER, you're the hard ER on it. It's not about being gay. It was never a question of gay-er. which one's gayer. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, is it gay? It was the, the question. Not is it gayer? And we were saying, no, it's not gayer than jerking yourself off. It is. If we were saying it was gay, then yes, it would be. We're just saying it's not. I think we're on the same page here. <laughs> and even when we were saying it was gay, we're not saying not to do it. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Go be gay with yourself. You want to be gay with me? No! <laughs> uh, here we go. Oh, so there's a whole shoplifting half. Let's finish that. One dick than it is to jack yourself off. And, and I was fucking stand by that, lads. Big up. Big up. Also, turn. I used to fucking rob little bits of shit, yeah, like, like you do. Hell yeah. Obviously not baiting you out or anything. But, bro, I fucking, I rubbed from a pound shop. Like, I'm assuming you got those fucking dollar stores. You got dollar Yes, but, we call them dollar stores. So I rubbed from the fucking UK equivalent of a dollar store, bro. One pound fifties worth of shit. I got like, I got like some Rizzler and I got a can of drink. And fucking, <laughs> a can of drink. I got caught, bro. They fined me like 150 quid. Ouch, um, for a buck 50 of merch? Yeah, like trouble with the police and shit. So, you know what I'm saying? Be careful. That was weird. Bro. Be careful. Yeah, we're having conversations. <laughs> <with laughs> so A and B. Why don't you see your fucking way out of it, bro? Maybe avoid those dollar stores, you get me? Avoid those pound shops. Anyway, peace out. Suck a dick, cunts. <laughs> Far my way into this conversation. <laughs> peace out. Suck a dick, cunts. Oh, I might shit my pants. Never mind. Um, thank you, caller. Dick cunts. From the UK. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, spread the word, you know. You know it sucks. We were like, we were thinking about trying to get a show booked out there before all the crazy shit. And now I don't know what's going on or where is the next stop. But yep. I'll tell you where we are going: uh, Oklahoma and Texas uh, in July. Uh, I guess I just jumped right into plugs there. Do we have more to say about the UK gentleman who disagrees no. with that's gay? I love him. I didn't catch his name, but thanks for calling. Uh, call back. Hmm. Um, you know what? I thought I had a question for. Him. Oh yeah, uh, call back and let us know like what the proper usage of in it is. In it, because I'm at the point where I'm pretty sure that it's just isn't it, and that <laughs> that's how it's used. But we're convinced that it's used differently than that. Well, I don't. Well, it's yeah, it's not. 
It's not always just posing a question. I've just heard it like slangly thrown in where that's it, it, not. It's not. It wasn't put after like a setup about just like like and that's weird. It's, in it, yeah. and like it, it wasn't. It was very, you know. I'm gonna go to the schoolyard and check it out. In it, you know. So there's no question implied. You know. It's just yeah. What's I'm going that? to the grocery store. I'm on a broccoli. In it. Call like, back and let us know what's with that. Is that is that even UK? That's UK stuff, right? In it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the UK is. What's the difference between that and Britain? It's and Ukraine, London and England. Stupid. <laughs> What's the difference between Britain and England um, and the UK? And in it and isn't it? <laughs> uh, and gay, uh, yeah, and gayer. That is all that we would like to know. Thank you. Uh, a couple of YouTube comments. So long video. This song slash vid is so nostalgic for me. Me and the homies used to always play it when we smoked in high school. That's what's up. School. That's what's up. That's what's up. What video? So long. Uh, the unlistenable video. Quasi- I'm wearing. Hold on, wait. Oh my god. What video? Oh my god! You have, your crotch has really done a number on those pants. He's wearing the pants from So Long yes, right now. Yes, I am. Is Not he- only did I shave my mustache, but I'm also wearing the pants from the So Long yeah, video. You shaved a giant hole in your crotch of these pants. Yeah, I did. Well, it's, it's really got the lining, so you can't see my dick. Yeah, but you can obviously you can see a big split in the shape of like a diamond where your cock is. Yeah, because my only- cock is a gem. Uh, Quasi intelligent question marks on the unlistenable video uh acknowledge video just discovered this group tonight god damn dopest shit i've heard since i found epidemic i'm not familiar with epidemic cold video term is taking selfie boomerangs promo his cock that's the promo clip that's good let's promote if there's any show that we've done this is the best show we've done in months wait i missed that last one what was the last one Uh, Calvin. You guys suck at reading comments. Calvin got a job. Uh, he, that he discovered us, um, two days ago. Oh. And that we're the dopest shit he's heard of in a while. Hell yeah. So, I mean. You're welcome, Calvin. Obviously. Cold video. Uh, 2021, it's cold. All right. Unlistenable again. Six years old. Wow. Uh, painting pictures. Jesus. Of course, the one time I look up the MV... Of one of my favorite songs for the past six years, it was used by some cringe-ass little kids. <gasps> What's, What's the MV? MV? What does that mean? Um, I don't uh, know what that means. We're the cringe little Minnesota kids. Vikings. Yeah, Midnight Vandals. That's when me and Sean used to do fuck shit um, after dark. Uh, she wasn't thick. She was merely voluptuous. <laughs> um, Marvel villain. I don't know what that means. Is that a fucking jab at us, you know? I think it might not be. I think... Someone should give these morons vasectomies. <laughs> I feel like... It's one of his favorite songs. So it's got to be like... the Oh, the, the music video. Fuck. Wow. You are one pathetic loser. <laughs> Whatever. We got all those other no ones. <laughs> so he looked up the MV. Which, first of all, God, do I feel old. But yeah, fuck that abbreviation. That's not a thing people say. Yeah, nobody, nobody says that. Uh, I hate that you love this song. But I think somebody shared this, this video. Why would they type MV? I don't know. And just not just the video. I think someone shared this video, maybe some cringe little kids, and that's like what... Sounds about right. I, remember, I think that happened. Somebody shared this video and it brought a bunch of new attention our way, but I'm very confused. I can't, I can't tell if I like you or I should say go fuck yourself. So God, I'm just, just going to move on. just want that cringe little kid dollar. Bunk video. Yo, Acumenal's part was dummy underrated. 
Not one, not two, but three fire emojis. Dumb derated. Wow. Uh, MC Showcase, uh, still so good. How many is that? That's enough, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Two more. Picturesque. Watching telenovelas, Kimmel, Conan, Leno, Letterman, Ellen, and Oprah. Hashtag fainted. Diddy. Same guy on picturesque. Hashtag chills. And that's the ninth and tenth comments. I told you recently that the new thing that bugs me the most on social media is the way people... Um, I guess this has been years in the making. The way people express their humor, or like that something made them laugh. Uh, they just say, they type the word dead. It, this is sending me right now. I'm weak. <laughs> I hate it all. I hate all of it except for ha 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 or LOL I've come to accept. It's on Jim's whiteboard. It's like, this is making me weakness. Rectangled in red. Uh, for years, the first thing that it really started to bug me with was the the emoji that's like crying with laughter, and it's like it's ten like of now those. Now that seems tame. Now that's like no yeah. one who's ever used one of those actually looked like that when they saw the thing that they were commenting on. No, you know what I'm saying. Well, no one also really died and lived to say dead about it. You know when they when they found something funny. I'm literally dead. I hate you, it you so killed much. Me. That killed me. I'm dead. One that they have to keep like making up new ones. So I'm sending is, is sending me this sit, sending me something is, is sending me is like this new one that I'm seeing <laughs> sending me. And I don't get why you have to do that instead of just saying ha 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 uh, ha 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 because they have to make it about themselves. These are these people again that we we were talking about who we can't go an episode without talking about and harping on. Who are these people? Generation Z. Because we're old faggots now who fucking like sit here and fucking have a beer and talk about how the the generation after us didn't know shit. No, dude, I think I'm pretty lit. I'm about to go shoot an MV with my home skill zits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hip. I'm, I'm drive. Daka, daka, daka. <laughs> uh, but it had, done, they have right? to make everything <laughs> we're done now, about right? them. Never mind this funny video that I'm sharing. You should not just be thinking about Those this funny video. FVs. But you should be thinking about how funny I found this video. You sound old when you say funny video. You know? AFV, dude. That was our generation. America's funniest videos. Tom Berenger or uh uh Bob Saget. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, you know. But when Bob Saget hosted it, they didn't call it AFV. So that's why I don't credit Bob Saget in the AFV realm. You can cut all of this out if you want. <laughs> <laughs> TBS reports. Wait, 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 wait. I think I said the wrong name. I said Tom Berenger, who's the guy from Platoon. And I meant Tom Bergeron, who's the guy from <laughs> AFV. Oh, I'm, glad we that <laughs> I'm pretty sure months ago, uh, I recommended the Magnolia soundtrack by Amy Mann. And I was like, and her husband, Michael Mann, the filmmaker, that's not her husband. And, I, 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 and I've every week since, I've been like, I can't believe I said that about Amy Mann. Well, as long as you're With doing so much the, authority. As long as you're doing the segment where you clear up everything from the last few months that's been bothering you. Is there anything else that you said wrong that you feel like is you know, eating away at you? There's a bunch, but not really <laughs> coming to me at the moment. So I regret every statement. <laughs> I never enjoy myself. Um, TBS Sports Podcast. God, my stomach is stupid, dude. Is it the whiskey? It's probably the whiskey. God, I got a fart. And then I don't after know. I, and after I fart, I'm going to shoot. do another shot to, f- to find out. Yeah, that's going to be the telltale <laughs> sign. of. I, want, I just want my farts to sound funny, dude. Nothing. 
Just hot and smelly. That's because you're sitting there with your legs spread. You're I know. Opening the I know. Mouth. I'm being overly cautious. Yeah, I, you don't gotta stand up. I don't want to squirt. I don't want to squirt. You got to stand up. <laughs> I'll hold the mic while you press the cheeks together. With you got to look like to bring it back to the beginning. You look like the city girls' art for uh, <laughs> a fucking twerk demic or whatever it's called. Time for the twerk later. You guys, the episode's over. No one made it this far anyway, so that's chill. Uh, TVS Sports Podcast at Gmail. Yada yada yada. You know the deal. All you need to know is that Tulsa. July 9th, Oklahoma City, or Norman, rather. July 10th, um, Houston, Austin, Denton, and San Antonio, Texas, the second week of July. Going into the third week there. Um, Square Dance Tour. Get your tickets. I think only a couple tickets are on on sale on our site right now, or maybe just one, but they're coming. It's happening. The Houston show is free. Yes, it is. So, you know, spread the word there. Somebody. Anybody. Scream. Uh, What else? Episode 200 is coming up. I don't know what that means or if it matters at all, but you know, right? So keep that in mind there. And they uh, one hundred, we were at Dylan's celebrating Skankfest. We bought some weird wow. Jamaican jerk chicken. That was episode one hundred, huh? I forgot. Remember the jerk chicken incident where I was on the phone. <laughs> there it is, baby. I got the squeak right. Where I was on the phone with the manager. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even remember why. Yeah, no um, one cares. Yeah, who cares about jerk chicken? We talked we earlier. Parts like that to discuss about three hundred, the legendary film by Zack Snyder. Mm-hmm. So that's obviously the theme in a hundred episodes from now. Zack Snyder. I don't even like. I, yeah, I guess there's like a, there's a good movie in there. Watchmen. Yeah, but but like it's, I haven't given a shit now. When I see this guy's name, all now, of his other movies. Yeah, he's like the Dave Batista of like directing. But watch I Man. see him that it's his vehicle. I'm like, no, it's going to be too long. I don't really give a shit about whatever this he is. He made one movie that I fucking love. Um, what else is going on here? Patreon.com slash Palmer Squares. Mm-hmm. Square Dance Tour. Get your tickets. Uh, or just keep it in mind. That's really all that's going on. PalmerSquares.com slash shop. Buy some merch. I wanted to end with something that uh, is a pretty dope track by somebody we met a couple years ago on tour with Stevie. Um, A1, Adam Raps on the socials, if you want to give him a follow. Has a new track out. I think there's a new album in the works. I Uh, listened to it. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's a great song. Uh, We talked last week. We played that J. Cole thing where it's like, first verse, kills this rhyme scheme. Adam does the same thing. Right. It it, it hooks you. Kills a rhyme scheme. If you enjoyed the first part, you'll like the rest. Uh, Really cool dude. Adam... Kind of turned me on to Muay Thai. Uh, he was staying at Stevie's uh, last year, two years ago? Jesus. Uh, when those cholos tried to jump me at the ATM outside the burrito place, mm-hmm. and I felt like a little cuck bitch. <laughs> and we got into a little scuffle, and I came out on top. I kept my money, um, but I, I felt very unsure about myself going forward, about like if I ever had to protect myself, if shit hit the fan. Yeah, uh, and Adam was staying with Stevie at the time, and, and was giving me some like some pointers on what he learned in Muay Thai, and saying how it, it really, he recommended Muay Thai. It really helped him with the same thing of like you know confidence out on the streets, on the streets. Uh, but I always remembered that was like the first dude I ever met who actually like took Muay Thai and was showing me a thing or two. Oh right, like, I remember that. How you throw a leg kick and everything. I just realized I haven't seen him since, but. <laughs> We bitch about two and, a half, it, two and a half hour Zack Snyder movies, and we're just like stretching beyond two and a half hours for this worse product, quite frankly, than a zombie film. Uh, I don't know, man. As long as we're uh, mentioning Stevie, I saw this too, real quick. Yo, so I noticed I was just listening to the last podcast. 
And you were giving praise to Stevie Ray <laughs> for his one bar. The, the UK guy is shaking his head like, come on, man. Oh, you know what? Come on, man. Keep playing it, but somebody brought this to my attention. Stevie Ray for his one bar that goes, bird's eye view, nerd's eye cue. That's not how it goes. I don't want to make any false accusations, but that same bar is spit on Intuition, Intuition. Equilibrium song, Old Enough. That came out in like 2014, so I just want to make y'all aware of that. Mooches. Dun dun dun! <laughs> Yikes! That's gotta hurt. Right. My bad. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I ne- I still never heard it. I hadn't any time, even if it was a song ten years ago, or I, someone put it out last week. If there, I, I'm always kind of uh, bummed. I didn't think of it ever. Is the point? You know what yeah. I mean? And I feel like you know, Steve, you beat us to the punch. I would have liked to if if I thought of it. And I didn't. And I, know, still, I knew I hadn't heard it before. I would have said it. It doesn't uh, debunk anything from what we said last week about how we did a song called "Bird's Eye View." Yep. And having never heard that intuition song, still none of us came up with "Nerds IQ." It would have been at least worth shopping around the room. Like somebody could have pitched that or been like, "Oh, it's not even this? in my scrapped yeah scheme." But also, that, and see now the marker then would be 2014. It's basically like that's when the race ended to that rhyme scheme. And then sometimes they're vague. Sometimes it's always going to be parallel. They're really though. to joke again. You know, like can't hear you. Rear view. Some shit is pretty much like yeah. No one owns that. It's pretty basic. You know but what I mean? Some things. I like we've said before. Cocaine and Cobain. Oh, I get if it. If you have yeah, and if you have any integrity. Uh, then you should like. There's some things where it's like you should know that that's kind of fucking. Uh, what's the word? Uh, that it's like up for grabs from everybody. Like I don't know, like public domain. Public domain. Yeah. S- uh, savage and bad bitch. Sure. It's been done on so many Billboard top ten songs at right. this point that like you can't write that and think no one's ever done this. Which right. is which is really what I go for when I write. And Raps. I wasn't even this when I hear somebody say like the nerds IQ thing, I'm just going like, how did I someone obviously someone came up it's so like even people who don't write raps Perfect. ever could hear the name Kurt Cobain and think about cocaine because of how because rhymes and oh like you don't have to rap I understand that rhymes. that's a rhyme. It just it's almost like that it seemed like that low hanging fruit to me, but clearly not because nobody thought we made a song called that shit and it just didn't happen. So either way it's like still like uh Impressive, or the, I guess the right word would be just like you know you you, you like uh, good good sportsmanship. Like you know you, I respect that. I tried to think of rhymes for that. I never would have came up with that. Apparently, I never came up with that. Absolutely, I have other rhymes for that scheme, and I missed a fucking good one. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, no that line still biting. Stands. It happens. Still stands. Uh, but this ending song is not by Stevie Ray. That was last week. Uh, this is what's the love for then by A1. Um, check it out. Find the link in the description. And uh, it's just a good track. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll see you probably not next week, but the following week with another episode of the TPS Reports. Uh, smooches. We'll be back. Uh, smoochy, smoochy. Uh. And um, take forever. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold up, chill. Why real life feels so unreal? 
So much heartbreak, so much illness Doctor can't kill stress, no such pill But still, get prescription to those cups filled Pushing dope in your face like a rolled up bill It's like we on roller skates trying to go uphill Some of us giving up hope, but I won't until They destroy me, so I show enough build Talk slick, grip mic, show so much skill Cook myself a nice wholesome home-cooked meal Cause if I don't love myself, then no one will Frill, street smart with the go dumb feel Smooth as a pimp, talk through a golden grill A fresh king, not a prince, I'm a grown-up will But grown enough to admit I gotta grow up still But still, we for sure not taking no crap Black fitted on my head, but it's still no cap Hold on, unreal rap Yeah, girl still not taking no crap Black beanies when it's cold, but it's still no cap Wait a minute I had a dream with my ancestor She said, son, life is a quick wild ride A list of setbacks, probably six mile wide Sometimes a step backwards can dent your pride But you just gotta keep stepping till you hit your stride She right, I've had nights where at length I've cried Convinced the planet wouldn't suffer if I died But before suicide could even tempt my mind A thousand loved ones was pressed up against my side To hold me down saying, don't trip, just try Cause even when you hungry and you sick, bro We'll be right here With warm socks and a fish on fry Cause that's the meaning of family That's what it's meant for So, even if I slip, I don't slip, I slide Gliding on the strip when I dip outside A gray Nissan but feels like I pimp my ride Cause all the girls turn head like the whip tie-dye That's A1, baby It's been a long road, we ain't done, baby I'm flying if I lie Cause if I make a wrong turn, my next is 180 Win or lose irrelevant If I try, then that's why We for sure not taking no crap Snapbacks in the summer, but it's still no cap Right on Real rap Right on, right on that note Ain't one in bag head is gon' blab Why them boys drip sauce like they got it on tap I don't know sure. I don't know But watch when the co-righteous young people go snap When the revolution come and them things gon' clap Get the strap The frustrated black man gon' The frustrated brown woman gon' rap Battle cry for the struggle but it's still no cap Hold on Unreal rap The frustrated black man gone The frustrated brown Hold up, chill Why real life feels so unreal So much heartbreak Stillness, doctor can't kill stress No such pill The frustrated brown Hold up, chill Why real life feels so unreal If I don't love myself If I don't love myself No one will Real Hold up, chill Why real life feels so unreal The frustrated black man gon' rap soundtrack to the hustle, but it's still no cap. Hold up, chill. Why real life feels so unreal? Y'all the ones drew the lines, we don't need no map. All my people still connect, we don't need no app.